disturbs David Draymond blasts bigots who are furious over a black aerial. Fozzie postpones the rest of U.S. tour. Ozzy Osbourne releases first part of documentary about the making of the Patient Number no. 9 album. And Mark Alden Taylor from the Freeform Rock Podcast joins us to discuss that very album. Coming up. This is the Plug Podcast, Music and More. I am Bushy. With me again, Metal Mike. How you doing? All right, all right, all right. I'm here, getting ready to do this. How are you? Well, you're fucking boring. We got a guest with us today. (laughs) Got your fucking boring right here. Uh, You fucking cry boy loving ass. (laughs) I'm doing well, thanks, but let's introduce our guest. Yes, our fellow podcasters from the Freeform Rock Podcast, as well as Mark and Jerry BS Sessions, also a fellow DJ at ThatMetalStation.com, Mark Alden-Taylor. How you doing, brother? I'm doing great, man, and that fucking aerial shit you talked about, dude, <laughs> if you'd let me answer something about that, I'll say something. Oh, well, that's kind of what we do if I bring a new segment. We're uh, obviously going to talk about <laughs> each of those stories I mentioned. <laughs> What a waste of fucking time that would be. <laughs> I know, man. Shit. Ah. Now, we're glad to have you on. Uh, it's been a while, and we get you on with Metal Mike. Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. You guys both rule, man. Thank fuck you. Yeah. This Thank podcast you. rules. I, I, I like your podcast just as much as I like mine. <laughs> oh, well, thank you, Mark. Uh, you know, yeah, I, like I said, I, I gave you a good review uh, on Podchaser, I do believe, and... Also, I wanted to thank you for sharing the hell out. I think that was the Pantera episode. Yeah. Yeah. 
You're well, welcome. I mean, thank you. Thank you. That's what I'm saying. Thank <laughs> I'm on restriction for Facebook for sh- fucking spamming the shit out of your podcast. I can't share any links and or comment on anybody's groups except my own. <laughs> hey, you must have, like, went nuts, dude. Oh, dude I've had that happen your, to me, but... I think I shared your podcast in, like, 30, 40, 40 groups, rock groups. <laughs> Well, that, uh, that, that stands to make a little sense because that show is doing real well for us. You know, we're, we're obviously a small-time show, and that, that Pantera episode and, and the Megadeth episode. I shared the fuck out of both of them. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. So all that extra sharing is, must have helped somewhere, well, or it's like just I something did. somebody gave a shit about. Oh, I yeah, gave I, a shit about both of you guys. No, no, I mean oh, the subject matter. You, oh, yeah. Oh, well, I appreciate that. But hey, I got a, somebody else messaged me a while back. Strange name, uh, but he messaged me about the the podcast, and I was like, "Oh, well, thanks, man. I'll even read it to you guys real quick." Hold Sweet, because I had no new reviews, so we're going to get kind of like a review. That's badass. Yeah, he just he he personally messaged me, man, and uh, you know I get a lot of friend requests and. Sometimes it all depends on what miles I know you, but if, if you know somebody that I know or if you're um, in a band, something like that, and uh, his name is Scribble, S-K-R-I-B-B-A-L, Vallejo. I know that, dude. And he said, much respect, love the plug. And I just said, thanks, brother, much appreciated, and gave him the devil horns back, man. So I appreciate that. I mean, you know. Because it was just out of the blue. I was like, oh, well, thanks, man. So oh, yeah, that's awesome. I think we're doing something right. I think we're going in a good direction, man. Oh, yeah. Especially, you know, especially lately, the feedback that uh, we've been getting is, is great. Yes. So, somewhere yeah. along the line, Metal Mike, from our awkward first days reviewing Bill and Ted's uh, final movie to uh, now, <laughs> we figured something out. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, true. That's yeah, awesome. You- but the guy we have with us, he does a great show as well. He's got the uh, kooky, eccentric, brilliant, and <laughs> cranky. <laughs> oh, boy, does he get cranky. <laughs> Lee Gersman. And, uh, we love him. I know he's been on the show with me before. He did a Danzig album uh, with me a couple years uh, ago. Don't worry, Metal Mike. You weren't here yet, buddy. <laughs> I know. You don't even have to associate your name with that episode if you choose not to. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the plug was in the... We were in the gutter, dude. We were just me. Ah, <laughs> uh, dude, you were cool, man. I like those episodes. There's a couple good ones. I just I just had to get the right people on. Yeah, yeah so Thank how are things at Freeform? Are you guys breaking up, or...? Oh, no, dude. It's like Lee writes shit, and I just ignore it, and then I, I send him, so what are we doing uh, Saturday? And he gives me the episodes. <laughs> We're fine, man. <laughs> it's like everybody messages me, are you and Lee breaking up? I go, no, that's just fucking Lee being Lee, dude. <laughs> Don't worry about it. He gets uh. drunk and starts talking shit. Like, I get drunk and start unfriending people. <laughs> so <laughs> it happens. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's that's funny. See, I get drunk and just want people to call me. I know. I wanted to call you so bad last night. I it's wanted, like, to, I feel I wanted like to do a video uh, with you. You were so lit. Oh, dude, yesterday I was hammered. Because during the, during the radio show, like for the first half hour or better, I was drinking coffee because I just got up. I'm still having breakfast, you know. Uh, I had a cheese and tomato omelet. So I'm eating that and I'm drinking coffee. And man, the first block was so much fun and I based it on. A request I had gotten the night before from uh, our good friend Adam NC. 
he asked for Kid Rock, uh, I am the bull god. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll do that. I said it, and I told him, I said, look, if I don't remember, because I kind of had an idea of what would happen throughout the rest of the day because Nevaeh was gone this weekend. <laughs> I said, if I don't remember, remind me tomorrow. I got up, I remembered it all. So I designed my whole first block. So I opened up with like Kiss Jungle because I always opened up with a Kiss song. And then every song just kind of fit into that vein in that era of when I'm the Bull God came out, you know, between the 90s, early, t or how's Metal Mike say it, the early aughts. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's how I call it. The 90s are so forgettable except for Pantera. <laughs> just like, what did I listen to in the 90s? I don't fucking remember. I was fucking high oh, as fuck. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, man, there's a lot of bands, I mean, that I was into at that time. Typo Negative, Sepultura. Uh, Fear Factory, um, Machine Head, Clutch, Crowbar, um, Down. Oh, yeah. Love that stuff, man. I, 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 I I've never understood to... why everybody... Go ahead, you I'm know, sorry. I, you know, it kind of... It's like people, oh, man, it's a bad time for metal. You just had to know where to fucking look. That's Dude, all. I didn't even know about Clutch till Brian Davis from, uh, you know, that metalstation.com and damn good movie memories like did a review with them on my podcast and i go fuck i like he said metal mike as long as you come to the party later it doesn't matter i always but say that fucking clutch oh rules, yeah man Give that new tea. album rules slaughterhouse on um, beach or whatever i'm fucked up but uh that new album rules dude it's coming late but they gave me the digital download i'm gonna play one of the new tracks i've already been playing a new track on there because i bought it but uh Clutch rules, dude. <laughs> oh, I love Clutch. Yeah. I'm God damn. I can ride. I, I, don't, I don't dig it. Dude, fucking. I tried. I don't see how you can. Have you listened to Psychic especially, Warfare? You would love Psychic the, Warfare. I mean, what era did you listen to? Because the early shit, which I love it, it's almost more of a hardcore thing. But they're they're like blues rock, dude. They're blues stoner rock. I just don't see how you can't like that if you like the blues. Yeah, it was have you a, ever heard it was of a Quick while Death ago. in Texas? I, I don't. I couldn't tell you a single song. I could tell you it was a long time ago. I heard them. Nah, didn't dig it. Nate, go listen to Psychic Warfare with Quick Death in Texas, dude. Honestly, I think the album you should start with would be um uh oh. Now I'm going to draw you a blank. You know, Beale Street? you know what to do about it, Mike. Is it Beale Street? Send, no, it's the, send it to Elephant me. Riders? I, I'll send you all the clutch I got, dude. No, ain't Elephant Riders. It's, hey, um, you, you need to send me more clutch. Brian Davis sent me some clutch, but I need every one of them. <laughs> I got them all. Yeah, uh, send me them. I can do that for you. Thank it's you. a lot of music there, but... um. For me, it's Blast Tyrant. That's now my oh, favorite. Yeah, Brian sent me that. Oh, fucking rule. That that album, I think you would like it, Bush. I really do. It's very bluesy. It's when they started getting more into their blues stuff. I mean, they've always been. Now this new one, Sunrise on Slaughter Beach, man. I'm I'm getting a big Black Sabbath vibe on this. Oh one. yeah. <laughs> I was the whole yeah. thing yesterday. It was fucking amazing. Nice. Yeah, Clutch is a great band. Great band. But I'll send it to you, dude. Hell yeah. Hey, did you ever listen to that Black Puma stuff I sent you? And, nope. And, uh, no. You did You did download it. I did download it. Hold on. Hey, what about, uh, what about, um, um, oh, what's his name? Uh, bitch, I love you. I fucking sent that to you, too. <laughs> you did. What the hell is that guy's name? 
I can't remember a fucking blank, man. God damn it. That shit's so fucking funny. But you sent me like a whole bunch of his music, right? Yeah, I sent you. Well, it was it was two artists. There was the Black Pumas, and then there was um. Oh god damn it! Let me see. Well, I got the Black Pumas. I know I sent it to you. I just gotta look under my modern blues folder. Hold on a minute. Uh, I haven't put together a blues folder yet. Um. I got a rap at a country folder, a Christmas folder. Black Joe, yeah, Black Joe Lewis and the Honey Bears. Black Joe. I don't see that. Oh, I I sent it to you, dude. Download that shit so I can get my Dropbox stuff. Sometimes Dropbox, dude, it's hard to find shit unless you give me the link in like Messenger, like you do, Mike. I, I can I find do, it quicker. Yeah, that's what I do with Bushy. So he. Has oh, no it's really easy to find it during that in that link you send me. It's like, dude, I I just ordered the new fucking uh, Arch Enemy that's coming today. <laughs> that's <laughs> a good. Yeah, Arch Enemy's great, man. Dude, you got me in fucking Bushy got me into the Butcher Babies. I fucking love that those bitches now. <laughs> whoa, <laughs> whoa. Man. Have some respect, sir. Those babies hey, are way too hot to call them bitches. They don't care because they're metal, man. Come on. Oh. Yeah, I'd like to lick cherries out of both of their belly buttons, and one of them really doesn't have one. <laughs> Oh, God. I'm sorry, Heidi and Carla. I hope to get you on this show one day. Don't don't listen hey, to anything like that. If you get them on here, let me come on. Because <laughs> I'm a new fan. <laughs> you know, you've been bitching me for years to listen to them because I thought they didn't have any harmonies. And I said, fuck them. Major harmonies. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, that's good stuff. Let's get into some metal news, people. Yes, let's do it. Runs in my fucking slave! I love that shit! It runs in my goddamn face! Yeah, bring you another disturbing creation from the mind of one sick man who can't tell the difference and gets stupefied. David Draymond's blasting bigots were furious over Black Arrow and the Little Mermaid. And I hate to make anything about this political, but it's political. And I'm and I going to tell you what my problem is. Look, I follow a lot of white people, okay, all you guys out there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You know, I'm a white dude, follow a lot of white people. I follow a lot of black people and Asian people and Hispanic people too, but I follow a lot of white people. And I follow a whole lot of conservatives of all races and ethnicities and religions, believe it or not. And I've been looking, dude, I have scoured my social media feeds 
for a single white person to be bitching that Ariel from the Little Mermaid cartoon is being played by a black woman. <laughs> I, I can't find it. I don't think anybody really cares. Why is this being made a thing? So much so that even Draymond's got to get involved in this. Can I say something about please, that? Please, please do. I think people make means just to cause division. Like, she was announced two years ago and nobody said shit. Right. I don't see anybody saying shit now. But all these fucking little sheep people are out fucking believing all these memes and fucking saying shit. I don't think give, even people gives a fuck. I know Disney movies have been shit lately, but I'm hoping this is good because uh, she's a hot lady. I like I like black women. They're oh, fucking hot. Dude, Coco Jones is my new fucking... Oh, gosh, she's gorgeous. I think it's just the cause to bitch. I think people on both sides... Make these memes just to fucking make us fucking... Just to poke the bear. That's what they're just doing. Just to poke the bear, dude. It's fucking shit. I, I'm on Twitter, barely, but I'm on Facebook. I've never seen anybody complain that this black area. No, no, me neither. For the last two years. Nobody. But all these people keep going off about it, and I think you guys are fucking sheep, and you need to look into this shit before commenting on it. That's all. Well, that's like... This is what he, this is what he wrote. Uh, if you have a problem with someone dark-skinned playing the role of a fantasy creature like Ariel the Mermaid, you're not really worried about keeping true to the original story. You're just being a bigot. Well, I completely agree with that statement. The problem is, I haven't seen it. Metal Mike. I could give zero fucks. Um, okay, let me put it this way. I... The one thing I have noticed, though, is a lot of times when they do have a, a person of color, as they like to be called now, which I'm like, what, are we going back to the 40s when they call them colored people? Dude, uh, it's like a, it's all. a short People are people. Yeah. People are people, and we're all colored. This black and white shit, hey, guess what? We're not really white. This piece of paper I'm looking at is white. An albino is white. I'm peach, motherfucker. All right? That's that's number one. Number two, and I've seen that um, peach in uh in his in his tidies, boxers, <laughs> boxers, but not tidies, um, not tidy whities. So, <laughs> so basically, my 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 I, number one, I'm not a big fan of Disney doing these live action versions of their cartoons. It's like, come on, man, you're gonna do a remake on something you already did. I don't get it. I don't get. It. I think it's a waste of fucking time. I'm not. I'm not anti remake. I'm not anti remake though. So okay, I feel about remakes the way I do about cover tunes. Put your stamp on it and make it your own. Look at what John Carpenter did with the thing. There's the thing from Another World, which is a fucking classic movie from back in the day, old school black and white science fiction movie. Yeah, yeah. Then you got the thing, which is totally different from what the other one. Both great films. Okay, look at uh, Jeff Cronenberg with The Fly. You got the original classic, and then you got his version, which dare I say might be better than the original. Oh, the Jeff I mean, Goldblum make it, version. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. Put your fucking stamp on this shit. That's all I ask. I don't want to see the same thing I saw before in color or with better special effects or with live action actors. That's my only. Thing. Like, but look, Disney can do whatever the fuck they want. They're gonna do anything they want anyway. But hell, you know that, Mark. You work for them, so I work for the parks. I don't look for the movie. Though. I know, but it's still the same Walt Disney Company. But oh, I, I can tell you why. When you're done with your rant, I can tell you why they're redoing it. Uh, I, see, I this is just a point of contention with me with Hollywood because 
When it comes to remakes, everybody goes, oh, they've run out of ideas. Well, they're lame because there's so many books, so many things they could adapt. And I'm talking series of books where you could have a franchise just like with Harry Potter. Okay. But nobody, I mean, it's getting better. You have Foundation on Apple TV, which is based on the, the brilliant Isaac Asimov novels. You have some, but man, you could do the Amber Chronicles. You could do, um, there's so many great sci-fi fan, even horror stories that they could do a television show from. It's streaming or movies, like a franchise. And they do, 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 no, let's remake the Amityville Horror for the 500th time. <laughs> Fuck off, man. You I'm know, gonna... like... I'm going to interject here for a minute and go back to something else before you just got derailed because you hate fucking Hollywood so much. I kind of do. I will say, I do hate I will say I, this. I, I'm with Mike on that one. Well. <laughs> and I used to not be that way. At one point in time, I was an aspiring comedian. I wanted to be a movie star. Now I wouldn't fucking want to fucking breathe the same air as I most feel, of those cretins. I'm just you like Sam Kinison now. You're like Sam Kinison. <laughs> oh, oh. Oh boy! Yeah. I actually saved an episode just because somewhere in that, uh, you know, my raw footage, because somewhere in there is Metal Mike doing this killer fucking <laughs> Sam Kinison impression. So, <laughs> well, thank you. That's actually thank what you. that folder is called. Mike save because Mike Metal Mike does killer Sam Kinison impression. <laughs> I've got all kinds of impressions, but anyway, I, but mean, the look, I don't stuff, really care. I, I I've enjoyed it. I'm not going to lie. I have not seen Beauty and the Beast, uh, but I wasn't a big fan of that animated film. Um, the Jungle Book, the live-action version they did, amazing. I it absolutely right. loved it. I agree with you on that. Uh, Aladdin, that was pretty good. Aladdin, I was one of those guys. I was like, really, Will Smith trying to be Robin Williams? Fuck that. Dude, I love that movie. <laughs> I liked it too, man. <laughs> they, they did a really good job. The Lion King... Fuck your face. That was amazing. (laughs) This one, I'll watch it because I'm not going to lie. I love Sebastian the Crab, and I hope he's every bit as fucking funny in his live-action digitized version. I'm willing to bet fucking money this movie's going to suck. I don't know. Uh, Little Mermaid? Yeah. Wasn't the best? I I don't think it's going to be that good. I think, look, okay, I haven't seen Lion King, nor have I seen Aladdin, to be fair. I saw Jungle Book. It was pretty cool. I think I... I, I loved it, man. It. I just like Christopher Walken doing the uh, the Ubi Doo song. I want to be like you. Yeah, Ubi Doo. <laughs> Whoa, I want to be just like you. Um, yeah, <laughs> look, dude. Christopher Walken rules. <laughs> you know. That was great. I, I've got to find a way to just compile all the silly fucking impressions. Metal you Mike, if that is your name. Whoa, what, what what's metal about you? Are you like a cyborg? It's crazy. Um, look, man. Um, yeah, I don't know, dude. I just I, I don't I, have a problem with them. I've got Disney Plus, so maybe when I'm bored one day, I'll fucking watch them. Yeah, check. I out. saw the Jungle Book. Jungle Book wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It was pretty good, actually. It's pretty well done. Yeah, it's like just remember, it's just a remake of the cartoon, bringing it into a modern era. It's 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 cool. I, I, I've seen it. It's pretty good. I've seen it though. Okay, so now it's got CGI instead of fucking cartoons but i know you don't like cartoons yeah fucker <laughs> you're not even gonna watch the new futurama what the fuck is wrong with you? futurama rules I dude. Hate futurama's futurama. amazing and so's fucking um hey uh mark do you watch uh fucking um i'm drawing a blank now the side rick and uh morty 
Ugh. Oh, fuck yeah, that's like Back to the Future, show dude. rules, dude. That's ah, so fucking cool. show rules. My fuck. God, Ugh. Nate. I couldn't even watch your... F for Family and Bill Burr's like my favorite current comedian. Oh, F for Family sucks. But a fucking future, future Rama, dude, bite my shiny metal ass, bitch. Right. That fucking guy drinks. Fucking Bender is Bender a Bender. rules, dude. Bender rules and never saying... That uh, they were trying to get him back for the new series that's going to come on Hulu next year, mm-hmm. and uh, he finally uh, got his contract and he said, "Bite my shiny man- metal ass, I'm back, bitches." <laughs> like, yeah, Bender and Fry, man. I'm sorry, I don't like. I, I just don't like cartoons. Hulu cartoons, we know, dude. Yeah. Can we move on? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so let's move on to the next story. So basically, uh, David Draymond didn't need to say what is obvious. It's a cartoon character who gives a fuck. Uh, <laughs> I care more if they were making it a dude. David Draymond gets a little fucking pretentious sometimes. Just shut the fuck up yeah. and see. Yeah, but sometimes, sometimes I agree with him. Well, that's I'm what, not saying I hate. That's what I like about him is he'll be on. You know, there's sometimes I'm like, man, fuck you, and there's other times when I'm like, he, yeah, okay, that makes he, sense. You're right. When it, he called off that that awful rag of Rolling Stone, where they had that that photo of the terrorist of the Boston Marathon bombings and looking oh, trying to put him in a sympathetic light. Right. He called the fuck out on it and he was right. But then again, this is Rolling Stone magazine. A fucking joke of a magazine. Fuck those cockknockers and fuck their fucking so-called Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, I just want to tell you why Disney makes these remakes. You know they lost Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. They've lost Peter Pan because they have to make a re like they have to keep it going. That's why they rushed out Superman Returns Warner Brothers so they could keep the Superman character in Warner Brothers and not give it back to the original creators. So that's why they have to make these live action shits so they could keep the fucking <laughs> rights to keep making these movies. Well, look, I'm a little bit more open minded when it comes to comic book characters because. As a comic book geek, knowing that there's a whole multiverse, there's like multiple versions of these characters in the comic books anyway. So when they do a reboot, like the Batman, for instance, I don't get (laughs) pissed off about it. Especially when you had inferior versions like fucking Mr. Mom as Batman. That, sorry, didn't really do it for me. What the fuck? I'm sorry, dude. Uh, that movie is so dude. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. No, he didn't. He is not Batman. Mr. Oh, my God. But he's, he's awesome. awesome. With his plastic fucking muscles, walking around like he's got a fucking corn cob up his ass. Can't even turn his neck. Man. Oh. Fuck. And he's, he's, he's fucking like short. We're talking shit about <laughs> Michael he's, Keaton. He's yeah. short. I love he's Michael not Keaton. Built. Ben Affleck is the best Batman. And people Thank can get you. on fucking board with it. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, my God. But I love Christian Bale. Christian I Bale love... was good. Dude, a glittery vampire ben guy. Ben Affleck is the closest to the way Batman is in the comics. Exactly. Period. So if I you don't like of... Ben Affleck, you don't like fucking Batman. I but... like Ben I like all the Batmans except fucking George Clooney. Well, he sucked too. <laughs> he sucked balls. <laughs> but uh, I will balls. say this about Michael. I will say one thing about it. He made a better Batman than he did a Bruce Wayne. <laughs> yes, he did. Yeah. There's certain actors to me you got to be able to do both. And Come on. see, for me, Clooney made a good uh, Bruce Wayne. Horrible yeah. Batman. Yeah, he was we, just, like, he was just a terrible Wayne. Batman. But wouldn't you wouldn't you fuck fucking Vicky Vale though? Come on. Well, he <laughs> wouldn't, dude. But you know what? That's flawed. Vicky Vale. Okay, 
Vicky Vale was in the comics. Vicky Vale was a redhead, which that's not that big a deal. But her character is based on a character named Silver St. Cloud, who, by the way, Kim Basinger looks just like. So it's just weird. That movie was like, hey, let's take a... I mean, I don't know. There was parts about it I like. I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. There's some great moments. There's some moments in that film where I'm like, wow, they did their homework. But I didn't like the fact they killed off the Joker. I didn't like the fact they made the Joker Bruce's parents murder. I think that's fucking retarded. They just took a lot of liberties. They took a lot of liberties with that film. And Tim Burton's a fucking weirdo. He was the wrong guy to do Batman. He He don't get Batman. He don't even really get comics. They just need to have Burton do weird shit. Like yeah, okay, can, can I Beetlejuice? Can I fucking Sorry. say something about the fucking Tim Burton? Tim Burton went off on the new Batman because he he goes, well, you know what the fuck? I did a dark Batman and you guys fucking hated it. What the fuck, Warner Brothers? Now you're doing this thing with Glitter Boy, and you fucking you're okay with it. He did a dark Batman. What dark? What Batman is supposed to be? Dark Knight. He fucking did the dark shit, and they fucking Warner Brothers. No, he did. He did Bizarro Batman. Okay, (laughs) he didn't do the dark Batman. He did like okay. For instance, like there's again, even with Batman Returns, I watch. I'm like, oh, there's some interesting moments, and and yeah, it's dark. But come on, okay. You know what my problem with is his Batman, and I didn't mean to go off on this tangent. We can cut all this out if you want, Bush. Here's my biggest problem. It's a mixture of, like, the comic book Batman with the Adam West Batman. Penguins with little missiles flying. Really? (laughs) Really? And why does Danny DeVito look like this weirdo mutant fuck? The best penguin live action so far has been the one in the new movie. Colin Farrell. That's the penguin. I agree with you on that one. That's the penguin. People got all pissed off because Danny DeVito bit off a nose. Yeah. I won't, I won't lie. The guy that was in uh, the TV show Gotham as the Penguin, I liked him too. He was just a little too whiny. Yeah, he yeah. was. Yeah, he was emo Penguin. Fuck yeah. him too. No, I, I, I liked like him. I liked him better than fucking oh, Danny wait, DeVito. I guess you like emo shit, man. I don't know what to tell you. Oh, I like Gotham. Gotham was awesome. God, I, feel like, I feel like I'm sitting here with the old guys. <laughs> I'm just, well, you are. Oh, fuck. Uh, I, I don't you're a day younger than me, so, you know. Uh, well, uh, I'm like well, one day younger than you. <laughs> you just said you're a day younger than me. He's the younger. young enough. Uh, we've been rocking since 1970, Bushy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Hey, uh, Bushy likes a lot of the shit. Like, he likes poison. He likes a lot of good shit that I like. So. Oh, Jesus Christ. You don't. You made me open my fucking mouth, dude. <laughs> Oh, that's so I agree with a lot of Ian Wadley more than Dr. Fuck. So. I agree with, it just depends, though, because I'm in between them, Mark. You know, timeline's everything, and sometimes I agree with Ian, sometimes I agree with Dr. Fuck. Well, Ian likes the cure and stuff like that. I like that shit. <laughs> I know you do. Jesus. Well, Fozzie's had to uh, postpone the rest of their U.S. tour due to Chris Jericho's bruised and swollen larynx. I okay. thought he was lip singing. Yeah, I just I just put that out there because, well, it's a headline.
I saw them open for Iron Maiden. They were fucking horrible. <laughs> just, yeah. So <laughs> I, I like Chris Jericho as a wrestler, and I respect the fact that he is a metal fan, you know? I think he's a cool dude. Um, but Fozzie don't do it for Daddy. Okay, it's just not my bag. I, I actually dig Fozzie. I'd like to see him live. Yes, I've heard horror stories, but maybe it was a bad night. Who knows? Um, I've been a fan of Jericho since he was Lionheart Chris Jericho. Uh, you know, and, and, and like you met him, like, I, I just respect the fact that he's, he's, a, he's a metal fan, man, and he waves that metal banner no matter he what. Does. You know, all of his heroes are, are our heroes. And, uh, you know, I respect the fuck out of the guy. Uh, he apparently suffered it because he's still wrestling, old as he is. <laughs> he's still. Oh, wrestling. I know. He's well, he's got his own wrestling company now, doesn't he? Well, well he, he works with AEW. Have... Yeah. Well, well when it's fake, he could still wrestle because oh, you're not going to get hurt. Here we fucking <laughs> go. All right, now here here's my take on this. Yes, that may that shit may be choreographed, but if you think those guys aren't real athletes, it could fuck you up if they wanted to. And they hurt themselves all the time doing that shit. Yeah, it's I never said they weren't real. It is I'm choreographed. Saying, it's choreographed. It is choreographed. It is. It is. There's no. But man, those guys they hurt each other by accident all the time, man. Oh, and yeah. they'll just do shit well, just themselves. to make it look good for the fans. Yeah. Oh fuck, you know they'll cut themselves. They'll do all kinds of crazy shit. Yeah, so they do. You know they they they, they, they put on a show, and it and yeah, exactly. it's disguised as fighting when really the big secret in wrestling, which is why. I understand why a lot of dudes talk shit about guys that like wrestling, and I understand why a lot of chicks talk shit about guys that like wrestling. This is violence disguising a soap opera. It is. It's a male soap opera. <laughs> and that's, that's all it is. It is great. We fall for a hook, line, and sinker, man. I watch that shit. Oh, love it. Love it. But, yeah, they do get hurt. Um Chris Jericho sustained a bruised larynx last month at the AEW pay-per-view Quake by the Lake in Minnesota. He was going against a John Moxley for the interim, you know, championship. Where if you don't like wrestling, you'd be like, "Yeah, who cares? It's scripted." <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't Billy Corgan script that shit from the Smash the Buckins? I don't know. I don't know. I think he's part of AEW. That'd be, that'd be badass, man. Wrestling's awesome. But yeah, he got hurt and uh, he went and got scoped. Uh, he said it was weird seeing his vocal cords for the first time, which I imagine it would be because I've never seen mine. Yeah, man, they're bruised and the only way to keep it safe is to just cancel or reschedule the rest of this tour. So for me, as a quasi Fozzie fan, I'm not like a diehard, but as a quasi Fozzie fan and a hardcore Chris Jericho fan, you know, I wish you a healthy recovery and hope you can go back to singing again because I know you enjoy doing it. I don't I don't think what he's doing there is fake. Yeah, he's the owner of the NWA. I don't know what that is. That's the National Wrestling Alliance. They've been around since forever. Yeah, he's the co-owner of that yeah. shit. WCW ended up taking over NWA back in the day. Okay. I know I know freaking uh Metal Mike hates fucking Smashing Pumpkins. I do not. Hate oh, you don't? Oh, I've played Smashing Pumpkins on my show. I like their early stuff, especially their first album, Gish. Love that record. I like oh, that one you. song. We were talking about rats and rage and shit. No, now Dr. Fuck, I think, totally hates Smashing Oh, yeah. He hates fucking a lot of shit. I like. <laughs> That's why I like Ian Wadley more. That was I love you, Dr. 17-3. Just wanted to let you guys know that. 17-3, yeah. Dot, uh, Niners are winning 20 to nothing right now. Sweet. With Jimmy G. 
Sweet. Yeah, I'm watching hey, the Cowboys hey. game right now. How did Pittsburgh do today? They lost. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, moving on. Because the Fozzie, who cares? <laughs> I mean, I like Fozzie, but, but I get it. <laughs> I do like Fozzie, but they were horrible live. That's all I That sucks. That sucks. Yeah. But that's like Candlebox of me. It's like, I'm like, I don't even like Candlebox because I no, shit they were. I love the new Candlebox album, Wolves. All right. All right. So Ozzy Osbourne no is releasing a, um, or has released the first part of a documentary about the making of Patient Number 9 album. Mm-hmm. I watched it. it dude, is it I good? Because I don't know where to find it yet. It's on YouTube. Oh, sweet. Um, YouTube? Yeah, it's on YouTube. And, and, and it was really interesting because I found out a lot about, because it is about the making of the album, there were some things I found out about. Like uh, our boy Robert Trujillo was really involved with the songwriting of this album. Oh, yeah. I got, I got that in my notes about him playing yes. bass on it, too. Yeah, yes. yeah. Well, he played, he played bass on, let's see here... Tracks 1, 3, 4, 6, 7, 9 through 12. So a majority of the album. Yeah, it's like Chad yeah. Smith on drums. You know, he, he did a majority yeah. of it. But Taylor Hawkins is there. Boy, you could really feel him when yeah. he's in that album. And, you know, of course, we'll get into that later. He did later. three tracks. Yeah. yeah. And I th- I heard, uh, what's what's that guy's producer, Andrew Watts, said there's more with Taylor Hawkins that he's going to release later. That's awesome. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I was not aware of this documentary. I look forward to it. Um, without giving spoilers away, I do think this is a quality Aussie album. Um, it's, it's not like... I mean, it's no Blizzard, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, I agree with well, you on that. Well, let, well it's no Diary of the Madman. We'll That's get into that. that. We definitely we will. But I definitely want to see this. So to all of you out there, Metal Mike says you can find this. A documentary on YouTube. Um, Just Google Ozzy Osbourne Patient Number Nine documentary, and it'll take you right to. It should take you right to it. Only part one. They're doing it in parts, and part one just came out like I think yesterday. Yeah, I still need to see that Anthrax so I can document it. They did on YouTube. Oh, I haven't seen that, man. Yeah, Yeah, there's an Anthrax documentary. Interesting. How long is it? Oh, it's like a bunch of episodes. I heard. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, definitely have to check that out. But we're not here to talk about any of that. We are here to talk about patient number nine. Uh, I, I got a message from fucking Metal Mike earlier in the week. He's like, hey, Mark wants to come on and do fucking, uh, wants to review patient number nine. And I'm like, didn't I just fucking have to review a goddamn album? Is what I'm thinking. And <laughs> Because we all know how much I love to review records. <laughs> you think you think Lee's grumpy on Facebook? Uh, Facebook. I publicly say I hate fucking doing record reviews. I hate it. It's a necessary evil sometimes. It just is. And the reason I hate it is because I feel like I've got to listen to an album like five, six times before I can give it a real review. Because on first listen, dude, there's a lot of shit that I hated on first listen, but uh, second, third, fourth, I fell in love with. That's why reviews are hard, especially when it's an album you haven't heard. Um, True. Now, for this one, I had pre-ordered it because of, of, of the single patient number nine, uh, the video. I thought the video was great, so I'm like, hey, all right, pre-order, new Ozzy, fuck it, why not? Uh, we're all huge Ozzy fans, but refresh, when, when did we get involved in Ozzy, Mark? I, I got... I didn't freaking because I had a pastor as a grandpa, but he never downed me on any of the music I listened to. 
So, um, I got into Ozzy freaking, I think, on uh, No Rest for the Wicked. And nice. I fucking love that. And I went back and listened to all the other stuff. I go, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> and then I went to Black Sabbath. What? He was in Black Sabbath. So I started listening to that shit. It was not shit. But uh, it's fucking great, dude. I like all the Black Sabbath with Dio, Ozzy. Not as much with Tony Martin. But I like a lot with Tony Martin. But uh, Tony Martin's new solo album is pretty good, though. But I, I like Ozzy, man. He's fucking cool. <laughs> Hell yeah. Metal Mike. I'm, I'm sure we've had this discussion, but... Well, um... I mean, you, you got to do it at the same time I did as far as... Well, the, I, the band. I, My first experience with Ozzy was Black Sabbath because my dad yes. had Paranoid. He only had yeah, two okay. Black Sabbath albums. He had Paranoid and Born Again. Yeah. Um, how I got? Yeah. Obviously, I for me, I can't tell <coughs> uh, of of me being knowing about Ozzy without Black Sabbath. Um, as anyone knows, Kiss was my gateway band, and me and my older brother, who was only three years older than me, and my twin brother, Mark, we we drove everybody nuts. We were obsessed with Kiss, and my cousin, Mitchell, who's no longer with us, and my uh, surrogate big brother, Kevin Barnes, who lived across the street from us, literally was like, guys, there's other bands. <laughs> you know, they even liked Kiss, you know, but they were like, guys, you know. And they were the ones that, that really opened the floodgates for us. You know, I mean, Mitchell got me into Judas Priest and Alice Cooper, and Kevin introduced me to Black Sabbath. He's like, oh, you think Kiss is heavy, huh? Well, check this out. And he popped in his 8-track, and it was War Pigs. He had the Paranoid album. And I, w I was just blown away. But I, I, I couldn't have told you who the senior of Black Sabbath was then. I just knew it was Black Sabbath, okay? Flash forward a few years early, you know, later, and uh, by this point in time, uh, Dio's with Sabbath. Ozzy had just released Blizzard, but before Blizzard, I'll never forget. I remember Kevin and my cousin and their buddies talking about how, man, you know, uh, uh, you know, Sabbath has Dio, you know, which I, I remember asking, well, who's that? Oh, that's the that's the guy from Rainbow. Again, Kevin and them introduced me to Rainbow, so I knew who they were. But what's weird with me, it was like, if it wasn't Kiss, I didn't know the bands. Like Rush, I got into Rush in an early age, but I didn't know them by name as far yeah. as the individual musicians. I'm sorry. Now, shut up. So anyway, uh, you know. Yeah, with uh, you, the Rush hate sucks. <laughs> so basically, um, what ended up happening was, you know, they were just like, oh, Ozzy's done. That was the story. Oh, you know, and then Blizzard came out and everyone was blown away because it was just like, whoa. And that was when I became an Ozzy fan was when Blizzard came out. And then, of course, Diary afterwards. And for a long time, I was kind of an Ozzy nutswinger. I felt like he could do no wrong. I most of his discography even to this day I, I really really do like and I'm talking about stuff post No More Tears mm -hmm. you know like I think Osmosis is a very underrated Ozzy album yes. I don't understand why that record gets the hate that it does I'm like it's heavy as fuck it sounds like Thunder Underground like why do you hate on that man I don't yeah. if you like Black Sabbath and you like Ozzy I don't see how you hate on that song or some of the songs on that I uh, agree with you that album uh, now where Ozzy started kind of losing it for me uh, was probably Black Rain. There's only like a couple of songs off that album I like, but overall I was like, uh. But then when he came back with Scream, I liked a lot of the songs off that, especially Digging Me Down. I still think that's a fantastic song. 
I got to be honest with you, man. Ordinary Man was a huge, huge... Like, I didn't care for it. I think the only fucking song I like was uh, uh, Under the Graveyard. That's it. Oh, the whole song. album. You know what? I didn't like any of those songs on that fucking album. Yeah, and that was the only song I liked. And I had to listen to it multiple times. And the whole time I'm going... Why does the guitar sound so muted? And, and I heard, well, Slash played on it. Really? Because I couldn't tell. It was Isn't so it sterile. And so the production, and I know this is the same guy that produced this album, but the production was just so fucking sterile on that record. And it sounded like it could have been anybody on that guitar. Like, I was shocked when I found out that was Slash. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Which album is that? Tell. The last one. He, oh, I think oh Ordinary he played, Man. Or, no, there's a few yeah. songs I like on that album. Did, didn't you realize Andrew Watt was in a band with fucking Glenn Hughes and ruled California? Yeah, I heard Street? that. And then he produced this album, The Ordinary Man. I was like, what the fuck? What happened to you, Glenn, uh, fucking Andrew Watt? This isn't guitar orientated. This is fucking pop. And and that's part of my problem is he's, uh, you know, because he works with Post Mall, he does do a lot of pop stuff. And he, um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I wasn't a big fan of that album, and, and and I love Ozzy, and that hurts for me to say. I love the man. I mean, he's my hero. You know, I mean, Black Sabbath, my all-time favorite band. But I, I gotta be. I, I'm not gonna. Again, I'm not a fucking Ozzy tard. Okay, folks. I'm about. I'm almost an Ozzy tard, but not quite. Well, it's funny. Yeah, I, I I got into solo Ozzy at an odd time because uh, my. I mean, we got to New York. In uh, like January first, January second, January second, nineteen eighty seven. Uh, my mom married a different man in October, nineteen eighty seven. <laughs> so things changed a lot in those ten months. You know, split, <laughs> divorce, new marriage. Um, but my stepdad was. Dude, he was wicked in the metal. I, I learned a lot of metal from him. Him and Ricky Rackman were my metal lesson. And uh, so The Ultimate Sin had been the album that had come out last. Because No Rest for the Wicked did come out until September of uh, 88. So I he was showing me all kinds of videos and playing me all of his records of Ozzy all the way back to Blizzard. So that mm. that's what I was fucking trained on, that Ozzy. You know, Ultimate right. Sin back. Love, and that's probably why I love the Ultimate Sin so much. It's probably the first album I listened over and over and over and watched videos. Well, it was your introduction to Ozzy, so it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And you'll bark at the moon, you know, close second, although I realize the brilliance that is his best album, and that's called Diary of a Madman. Um, I, I, I was apprehensive, excited about this record, knowing that it was coming out, knowing that... Uh, when he finished Ordinary Man, he had, he had already been working on his next album. Um, I say apprehensive because, well, Ordinary Man got you know pretty positive reviews. I I, I probably like a third of it. You know what I mean? But I, but I haven't listened to it a lot. I mean, you guys mentioned an album that came before Scream. I didn't even know existed. That's how much. Ozzy, oh, Black Rain. Yeah. yeah it's Black Rain was awesome. That's oh, how much. I hated it. This is how much Ozzy's off my radar. I, I, I can name. There's like maybe two or three songs off that record I actually like. I was very disappointed with Black Rain. Yeah, see, I, I, I haven't heard it. Uh, Scream. I'm not gonna lie. I wasn't even a fan of the title track. It, 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 
the, the album didn't do anything for me. Uh, Ordinary Man, like I said, there's a few tracks I like that are kind of reminiscent of early Ozzy and maybe Sabbathy Ozzy. So I was okay. so I was apprehensive, excited about this record. What about you? I mean, what were your thoughts coming into this record, uh, Metal Mike? Oh, good question. I was kind of, well, first when I found out I was going to be the same producer, I wasn't very excited. I wasn't intrigued at all. But I kind of resigned myself to the fact, well, look, if Ozzy's making new music, and even if it's something I'm not really into, if, as long as Ozzy's happy, I don't care. That man with Black Sabbath and on his own has made so much great music that impacted my life. Yes. As far as I'm concerned, Ozzy could do whatever the fuck he wants. Yes. It's like some of these people, they got all pissed off about him doing a reality TV show. I'm like, I don't care. It doesn't, because I've got news for you. It doesn't. Because it seems like in the last decade, especially, it's really popular to hate on Ozzy. And not only just hate on him, but also kind of um, disparage his um, accomplishments. Like, well, it's because of Bob Daisley, or it's because of this and that. And like, Ozzy, okay, so you're telling me that Ozzy Osbourne is so obscenely fucking lucky that, um, because some douchebag a while back on, I think, Almost Human page or one of them basically said that Dio was the first singer that Sabbath had that had any talent. Really, bro? Oh, yeah. Really? Like, okay, if you don't like Ozzy, fine, but to sit there and say the man has no talent. (laughs) And I don't get that either. Hey, I have to elevate my guy so much that I have to disparage the other guy to do it. I don't get that. That kind of tells me you must have a little dick, or you're an insecure bitch, or something. Like I don't, I don't get people like that. I don't understand why. I'm not saying that you can't prefer one over the other, right. but to sit there and and put like put Dio down or I or whoever. And the only reason why you fucking compare the two is they front or home. Let's be fucking honest about it, okay? No, that's just stupid. It's a waste of fucking time. And and believe every fucking word he says about what happened and how it went down get the fuck out of here because here's my thing bob daisley great paces yes he he was magical with ozzy not taking anything away from him last time i checked his name was on the fucking songwriting credits except for bark the moon which was weird he made some under-the-table deal to where Ozzy had all songwriting credits, which even as a kid I didn't buy. Okay, so you got that. Um, but I don't I don't buy the... If Bob Daisley's so fucking awesome, okay, and he's mm-hmm. so great, how come he hasn't formed a super group and showed us how it's all done? Okay, like, why hasn't he done a fucking thing since he left Ozzy? Really. And even the shit he did without Ozzy, it's not that great. Yeah, he was in Rainbow for a while, but he wasn't in Rainbow when they were at their best. He was with Dio, but guess what? He wasn't with Dio when they were at their best. He was in Sabbath for a while, but guess what? He wasn't in Sabbath when they were at their best. I mean, what the fuck has this guy done that's been amazing besides the shit he did with Ozzy? He's done a bunch of really great subpar albums. I agree. (laughs) Except for the Ozzy stuff. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, like, I'm sorry. It's like, and if he's so fucking awesome, number one, and and another reason why I don't believe him, 
How many albums is he on? He's on what? Blizzard of Oz to No More Tears? How many records is that? What, five, six? Right. Um, it, it, and he claimed that he was getting fucked over from Blizzard and Diary. Well, then why'd you keep coming back for not just seconds, Bob, but thirds, fourths, fifths, maybe six? Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Who fucking keeps coming back for fucking getting... I mean, come on, man. Like, I don't <laughs> fucking want to hear it. He's, You know what? Hey, Bob, if you're out there, I'll sign any one of your royalty checks, you whiny little bitch. Okay? <laughs> and if you're so awesome, if you're so awesome, then why don't you fucking put a super group together and show Ozzy and all us fucking dudes how it's done? Get the fuck out of here. Bob Daisley <laughs> needed Ozzy Osbourne as much as Ozzy needed him and all the other guys in his bands. Period. Okay, not saying Bob's not important, not saying Bob didn't contribute. Last time I fucking checked, man, his name's in those fucking liner notes of all those songs. He's getting royalties for that shit. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> all I right. I totally agree with you. So a right heap sucked also. <laughs> oh no, I kind of dig on your right heap. I, 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 I don't hey, well, think they're great. Good right heap albums, but he wrote it with now. I see he personally was in a right heap. But Lee Kersick was in a rock heap when they were the most successful. I'm not, look, I'm not saying anything for Bob. I won't trust that. I'm not saying Bob didn't contribute. I mean, he just fucking did every fucking thing. Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit, man. Get to stop all that. Just stop. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. No. Alright, uh... I don't know if... Mark, are you hearing Mike Distorted? Yeah, I hear Mike Distorted, yeah. He's okay. like a beater. He's like Mr. Roboto. Yeah. Okay. Really? Yeah, you're Am I Roboto now? No, you're good No, now. you're not. All right, Metal Mike had to take a leak, so we had to take a break. But he had something else to say, as if that guy didn't talk for fucking 45 minutes. <laughs> Sorry. I know I went off on a rant. I went down to Bob Daisley Vortex, and I apologize. Hey, hey, the Metal people, Mike uh, rants is what makes his show. Yeah. Sorry, Bushy. No, the Metal Mike meltdowns, man. I get it. If, yeah. if I could find a way to create... Uh, well, we obviously don't do video. We do gra uh, you know, audio, but like a graphic... <laughs> Something that's good. <laughs> metal Mike breakdown. <laughs> you know? um, I, I, I'm gonna have my brother work on something. That like would that. be I so. You awesome. did that metal Mike meltdown. 
Yeah, I thought you had that on there. Castle, though? Fuck. Brian. I fucked up. Maybe I'll just make it yeah, up. Shit. You could be right. I could have made a cheesy one. I think you did. Yeah, maybe. You're right. Metal Mike, Possibly. you had something else to say about your expectations. Well, you were, actually, you were asking album. me. And, yeah, that one of the things that I was intrigued about it when I heard was the fact that Ozzy was going to have all these different musicians on the album, that he was kind of doing kind of what, what Carlos Santana did years ago where he had a different yeah. scener. On each track, Ozzy's had you know was going to have different guitar players, and I was like, oh. And when I heard who some of these guitar players were, I was like, oh, holy shit! So, right. Yeah. Um, that that then I was even more like intrigued by it. I was like, well, okay, we'll see what's we'll see what the Ozman's got up his sleeve on this one. So uh, that's all I wanted to say. All right. No. Awesome. And I and, and I agree with the whole last thing you just said. Ah. Uh, Mark. Fucking agree with me most of the time, dude. Shut up. I I pay you to keep quiet look pretty. (laughs) (laughs) You're wasting your money. You might want to get your money back. Oh, I love that fucking guy. Mark, what were your expectations coming to this movie? Because it sounds like, or or this album, because it sounds like you actually liked Ordinary Man a lot. No. I hated Ordinary Man. That was a fucking abortion, dude. What the fuck was I here earlier? No, dude. Sorry, folks. I was like, I wasn't expecting anything for this album to her patient number nine. I go, whoa, that sounds like Ozzy. The last album did not sound like Ozzy. Fucking Elton John and shit. What the fuck was he thinking? <laughs> My God, that was an abortion. I love Andrew Watt and California Breed with uh, fucking uh, Andrew Watt and fucking, uh, what's his name? Glenn Hughes. And they had Jason Bonham on drums. That was a great album. But I was like, this dude produced this album? What the fuck? There's no guitars on here. I hate it, Ordinary Man. That was fucking shit. <laughs> well, okay. I'm in the minority. But let's dive into this album. This is why we have Mark on here. And it's really just because he wanted to listen to Metal Mike rant. Uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the 13th studio album. Ozzy Osbourne, Patient, number nine. Um I pre-ordered this. I was, like I said earlier, apprehensive, excited. Uh, dropped the 9th of September. Um, it's a little long. It's over an hour long. But yeah, let's get into this thing. And since you are the guest of honor today, yeah, Ian, I ripped you off. What are you going to do? I'm not scared. <laughs> Mark, take patient number nine featuring Jeff Beck on guitar. Oh, when I first heard this song, I go, oh my God, this sounds like Ozzy. This does not sound like fucking ordinary bad fucking shit. I go, this is rock. You know, even if he has a little bit of fucking uh, auto-tune on it, it sounds like Ozzy. Yeah. This is killer ear, ear candy. Love the tone. Sounds like Ozzy. Not too much auto-tune as like on Ordinary Man. Jeff Beck kills it on this song. I first heard this was expecting shit from Ozzy. I was totally surprised this rock and it sounded like Ozzy. I liked it. Outstanding. Metal Mike. Okay. Uh, the title track, of course, written by Ozzy and uh, Mr. Watt. Uh, Robert Trujillo. He's the guy that wrote the bass intro to that. Boom, boom, boom. Sorry, 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 Sor
and was with Ozzy for a number of years, yep. too. Uh, Chad Smith, of course, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, and Infectious and, Grooves, my bad. And, yes, and Allie uh, Tamposi, who I guess she's more of like a pop star. Uh, she writes a lot of pop. Like, she's an outside writer that works with a lot of pop artists. So, okay. like, oh. um, yeah, so, of course, Jeff Beck on lead guitar. His, his guitar work is fucking phenomenal on this track. I mean, he's just fucking all over it. Um, I have to be honest with though. When I first heard it, I was like, I don't know. I was kind of almost mad on it, to, to be honest with you. Even though I was like, okay, well, this is more like it. This sounds more like Ozzy. But I felt like he was really channeling his inner Alice Cooper on this song, which, again, is not a bad thing. You know, Alice is great. <laughs> Him and Ozzy are buddies. So I'm like, okay, you know. Um, as so I listen to it more that. and more, um, as I've listened to it more and more and more, though, I've gotten to where I really, really like it. Um, it just, it's just totally won me over. It's very, it's infectious. It gets in your head, and once, you, and once you hear it, it's like you don't really get. It, it, it's one of those tunes that get, you know that you play over and over in your head, or plays over and over in your head. Oh, you yeah. know, um, and uh, it kind of sets the tone for the whole album as well. And I and I totally, as I said, um, absolutely love the bass intro by uh, the great Robert Trujillo. Uh, good opening track, very damn you know great opening track. Fuck it, I'll just say it was great. I also like the um, acoustical like outro and the guitar soloing that Jeff does at the end of the song too. Cool track. What's your thoughts, Bushy? Well, let me tell you what. Uh, it's normally later in a review that I have to tell you that I have to read my notes verbatim because of something you said. Um. So I have to read my notes verbatim instead of trying to improvise. Uh, first off, I really dig the weird Alice Cooper type intro with all the insane laughter. <laughs> and when you watch the making of that bushy on that, they talk about that that Ozzy just ad libbed all that <laughs> shit, man. And it was like he just was like fucking. That was all off the top of his head, and he done that song even vocally on one take. Dude, that's Damn. awesome. But yeah, I dig that. But, dude, that riff, dude, that, that riff just fucking smokes, in my opinion. Um, mm -hmm. The chorus is just really good. I mean, it's a good, catchy chorus. It's telling a story, which I enjoy. Uh, and Jeff Beck's solos, come on. Oh, yeah. Come on, that motherfucker shreds. He fucking tore it up yeah, on this, man. It was great. Uh, I didn't expect that. Yeah. I mean, it was fucking yeah. awesome. Me neither. I was like, whoa, whoa, this ain't the fucking birds or yard birds or whatever the fuck he was in back in the day. <laughs> whatever this that band like was, Jeff Beck was people in. People get ready with Rod Stewart, you know. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I do think it's kind of long at 7 minutes and 21 seconds. But here's the funny thing. Man, this song doesn't get boring. I no, think, it holds your interest. Hell yeah. I think it's a good opening track. And, uh, I, you know, with this track, I go from apprehensive, excited to excited. So, Metal Mike, right. Immortal, featuring Mike McCready. Ah, yes, uh, Mike McCready from Pearl Jam, Pearl Jam and Duff McKagan on bass. On bass, bass yes. Um, uh, I, it's funny, lyrically, I thought it seemed like the song was about a vampire at first. Um, and then, you know, as it goes along, um, I, I don't know, I, I gotta be honest with it. This song really didn't do a whole lot for me. It wasn't horrible. I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. Um, but it's just kind of there. I do think the guitar solo by McCready is pretty good. 
but it just gets a little too repetitive there for me towards the end. I, like I said, it's not horrible or anything like that, but um, but I think the previous track was better. So a decent track. It's not a bad track. I didn't I didn't fucking hate. I go, oh my god, what's this shit? You know, I mean, let me put it this way: it, that second track beats the fuck out of anything off the last album. So we'll just put it that way. Nice. I agree with that. Nice, Mark. Yeah, this is my favorite track off the album. <laughs> really? It's a total banger. Mike McCready kicks ass with that fucking solo. And the fucking yeah, the solo's cool, but I just, I don't know, man. It was just something. But you guys, I've only listened to this album a couple times, so this is just my first, maybe second impressions on on listening to the album as a whole. Obviously, I'd heard P- Patient Number 9 already. I'd heard a couple of tracks, but... But that was my takeaways. Yeah, I mean, that's what I got in my notes yeah. when I wrote it. So, you know, go ahead, go. Mark. I think it freaking, I'm a huge Pearl Jam fan and a, Pearl, and a fucking Mike Creedy fan. This fucking is great. I fucking love this song. Fucking uh, Mike McCready also does a UFO cover band. So, you know, he's a great guitarist. <sighs> Yeah, okay, immortal, Mike McCready. <laughs> Look, first of all, I think Pearl Jam, uh, I think a Pearl Jam like Metal Mike thinks of Guns N' Roses, they blew their load on 10, like Guns N' oh, Roses blew shit. their load on Appetite. Um, however, having said that, I love the Duff McKagan, uh, that, that, that Duff McKagan bass at the yeah. start. That's just cool, it's very punk rock, it's very Guns N' Roses, it's cool. Um, it's a okay follow-up track. The, the guitars are great. I, I can't take anything away from the guitars. Oh, I think that solo is killer. Yeah. I'm not putting McCready it, down. I didn't Smith, hate it. I mean, come on, Chad Smith, those drums? Come on. I mean, he's got some good drums going on. But I think it's only a decent song. Um, I'm not a big fan of that after Patient Number 9. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I love this fucking song. I think the solo is killer. Immortal? That's all. Yeah, Immortal. Yeah, yeah that's all it has to offer. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I was being nice with the rest. Um, you were. Parasite featuring my boy Zach. Dude, th- now this is a great tune. And dude, Taylor Hawkins on those drums. Mm-hmm. Dude, that motherfucker is pounding. Trujillo killing that bass. And, and we all know Zach rules. Um, shredding guitar solo. What we need to mention through this because I don't have it in any of my fucking uh, notes. Well, maybe a couple songs. But Ozzy sounds fucking killer on this. I don't give a fuck if it's I think so. auto-tune or I not. I think so. It's, I'm glad you... I think it. he sounds... But it, it's not so auto-tuned. I hear a little bit, but it's not to the point to where... And then there's some where I don't hear any auto-tune. Right, and, and he's yeah, doing all those true. harmonies it like Ozzy like does. He always records and, and he like sounded, three or four he layers. He sounded good. I think yeah. vocally, Ozzy sounds really good on this record. Yeah. Much better than the last album. He and the last few albums he was doing, even even though I like Scream and some of the other, there was a bit of auto-tune going on that. Or him singing through effects, which, look, Ozzy's been known to do that in the past, but I'll get to that in a little bit. Yeah, I will too. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, okay, we're up 17.6. Sorry, I had to check that. Uh, but yeah, um, I, I absolutely like this song. I don't love it. It's good too. Mark. Right on. Mark what? The third song? 
Yeah. Yeah, Parasite. The third song. I think it has killer grungy guitars on this. Ugh. Ozzy sounds great. Solo rules. Kind of like Sabbath feel, but not so Sabbath in the background. I like it. Mark, I'm going to echo your statements, man. I pretty much, yeah, just killer chugging guitar intro. I really dig a lot of the guitar work, but fuck, look who's playing, you know. Just a really, really good solid track, man. If it's filler, it's killer filler. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Track four, No Escape From Now, featuring (laughs) the guy that wrote every fucking riff that was ever written, but still finds ways to write new riffs, Tony Iommi. Mark, what are your thoughts on this one, man? I don't care for the vocal effects in the beginning, but when it starts going, it kicks ass. It's like some old Sabbath sound. It's mixed with modern Ozzy. Then the Sabbathy break when Ozzy starts says, "I'm coming to get you," and then it goes into a killer solo with Tony kicking some fucking ass, and Tony rules on this song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Metal Mike. Uh, no Escape From Now, featuring, of course, the mighty Tony Iommi. Love the moody guitar intro. And I really do love the vocal effect Ozzy's using because it's very reminiscent of Planet Caravan, oh, which, again, is Black Sabbath from Paranoid. <laughs> also love how the guitar gets all riff-fucking-tastic in the first verse. Ozzy and Iommi are always awesome together. I mean, for fuck's sake, if you love Sabbath, you should love this track, and I love it the chorus of this track you also get three tony iomi guitar solos are you fucking are you fucking kidding me we have a winner here ladies and gentlemen this track is a total riff gasm which i expect nothing less from the maestro of metal and the master of metal riffs ozzy osborne and tony iomi one of the standout tracks the album in my opinion (laughs) fuck yeah he wrote a newspaper worthy review on that track um Metal Mike, I gotta tell you, brother, I'm with you, man. What the fuck was Mark listening to? My notes literally say, I dig this one for the Sabbath feel down to the effect on Ozzy's voice on the intro. (laughs) I kind of did like the vocal effects, but the overall the song is fucking kicks ass. Uh, Come on. Yeah, good heavy riff. The first time I heard it, I was like, holy shit, man, that's like... I hear a bit of Planet Caribbean because Ozzy uses an effect on that song. Yes. It has to be the same thing he's using. It has to be. Yes. Sound. Well, you're a total Sabbath nutswinger. I'm not. Yeah. I love Sabbath. See, I am really... too, but I'm, oh, like, but I'm like Ozzy Sabbath. And then, you know, I, I, I like Dio Sabbath and I like um, Born Again, but there's an awful lot of shit out there without either Ozzy or Dio. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm a fan of just about everything. Even I'm not as familiar with the post born again stuff, but I'm getting, I'm starting to dig more into it and I dig it too. I'm a fan of anybody in the Sabbath family tree. And obviously I'm going to conclude, include not just the original four members and their post uh, um, projects after Ozzy left, you know, Ozzy went solo, but all the other, even Dio, man. I mean, but I was a Dio fan as a little boy because of Kevin Barnes with Rainbow. So yeah. you, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, I I love I love you know the Heaven and Hell version of the band as I like to call it because it, it's a different <laughs> band with Ronnie. But that's a whole other thing. Mark, have you ever uh, noticed that all I have to do is bring up Sabbath, and if you say anything one way, this. Maybe not quite right in Metal Mike's mind. 
he goes down this weird Sabbath fucking hole. It's the same thing I'm going to go with you guys are talking about Rush. I go down uh, like a Rush fucking shit. Oh. You know? Hey, I and love that, Rush. And that's amazing with uh, Metal Mike, man. But you don't like the 80s Rush as much. So. I love the early 80s. Oh, I no, like no, 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 we're not doing this. <laughs> I like everything that... Metal, they Metal start kind of yes, losing I was Grace Under Pressure, man. And yeah, only, I was like, only one uh, bad yeah. song. It was just Taishan. That was it. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, dude. That, that's where I, I lost interest in Rush for a while. But hey, they, they won me back. I love Rush. So that's great. Moving on. Five. Uh, who's or, or we we all done number four, right? Yeah, we're done. No, no, I didn't finish number four, but fuck oh, you Oh, number four. Go <laughs> number four, bitch. Go ahead, Bush. <laughs> Uh, the, the point of this was, um, there's this real cool change when you hit about the 420 mark, mm-hmm. dude. And, and uh, this is really a good song. I'm with you. This is a top song on this album. And and Tony Iommi, I'm sorry, he gets it done. He gets it. Oh done. yeah. What the fuck do you expect? Now now I'm we're up on uh look. Calm down, bitch. You gotta do this again. <laughs> <laughs> now we have one of those days featuring. I know people shit on this guy, but Eric Clapton, man, uh, Metal Mike. All right, man. Uh, also, Duff plays bass on this particular track. Um, one of the day, one of these days, uh, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, one of those days. Yeah. yeah, one of those days. Eric Clapton, um, very much a cream vibe, which is what the Oz man and the the whole crew were going for when they wrote this song. They wrote it with Eric in mind. Ozzy is a huge Cream fan. In fact, all of the members of Sabbath worship Cream. Um, I really like this song. Uh, they wrote the track, and they had Clapton be Clapton. Like, Ozzy just said, just fucking what are you, man? And he did. Killer track, I think. I like it. What do you guys think? Dude, I got to tell you, I really dig this one. Um, it hits harder than you expect it to hit based on the intro you hear. Because it's, mm-hmm. it's a very bluesy, rocky song. I mean, it's fucking Clapton. Well, you know, Cream was a really heavy band for their time. For their time you know, like, yeah. Yeah, and, and that's what they were looking for, and I think they achieved it. What is your thoughts, Mark? Or what are your thoughts? Uh, yeah. Well, I, no, hold on. I don't let that You're not done? Yeah, yeah. she's not I'm, done. I'm, I'm sorry, buddy. Well, I assumed you were. I, said, I should never assume anything because I make an ass out of you and me both. Continue. I, I said one sentence and Mike's just killing it. <laughs> but yeah, based on the intro, you uh, you don't expect this song to hit the way it does. Um, Clapton's guitar work, it's very distinct. It's very Clapton. It's all those little fills while Ozzy's singing. And it just works throughout this entire song. I love the guitar solo. Clapton impressed the fuck out of me when we get to the solo. Um, yeah, baby. Good God. And that bass, dude, the bass is pounding. Uh, the drums are on point. I love these lyrics. And Ozzy's vocal. Like, this is one of those where it's like, okay, these these first four songs, he, he sounded good. But this one, I'm like, dude, he sounds good. This is actually one of my favorites on the album. Mark, what do you think about one of those yeah. days. I'm not a huge Clapton fan. I like him with Blind Faith and Cream. I didn't like him really as much solo. That's <laughs> when Phil Collins produced him. But, uh, damn, this song is fucking awesome. 
fucking and the lyrics. Eric Clapton told Ozzy, "I don't want to say, I don't like the lyrics. Like one of these days, I don't believe in Jesus, you know. But if you're a Christian, I don't mean to get religious on you. We all have doubts in our religion, and that's normal. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah. I, I think that's fucking cool that Ozzy said that because that's true. We all have doubts. Yeah." In what we believe in, and that, that's a fucking cool song. Eric Clapton kicks fucking ass on this. Is a fucking great track. Oh f- fuck yeah, it is. <laughs> I, I I was really impressed with this track. Um, I'll go ahead and grab what is it? A thousand shades with yeah Jeff Beck returning. Dude, this is just another good tune. Uh, it's kind of slow to mid tempo, but it's mm-hmm. decent. You know, I like the guitar work, and I kind of like that orchestra feel that's going on. Uh, I, I think this is definitely a filler song, but it's okay filler. It's definitely not killer filler, but it's not bad. Mark, what do you think of uh, A Thousand Shakes? This is totally Ozzy Beatles love here. Jeff yes. in on guitar. I like it. Just so it was ear candy, but not as good as the first five tracks. And the strings in the song kind of ruins it for me. I think it would have been better without it, but I wouldn't skip it. <laughs> Metal Mike. <laughs> yeah, maybe that was my problem, Mark, is that I got a Beatles vibe off of it. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> um, a Thousand Shades uh, with, of course, Jeff Beck. A very cool, very melancholic track, in my opinion. Very reflective lyrics, which is a running theme throughout this album but it makes sense because ozzy's getting older he's had a lot of health problems i think he's very aware of his own mortality and it shows on this album uh just killer guitar work by jeff um it's just a really cool mellow like this is a song i could smoke a bowl to and mellow out to it's a cool track i dig it i liked it nice nice maybe i missed something we'll never know because i won't tell you all right because you're beetle tape (laughs) I don't hate them. I've, I've had this discussion. I just don't think they're great. Yeah. I think they're important. I don't think they're great. Yeah. And, and, you wouldn't and, have to all your They're important the because Beatles. they're great, dude. No. Yeah. You wouldn't yeah. have everything you like. Even Merciful Fate loves the Beatles. Come on. I know they do, but they were young and dumb too. Listen to that shit growing up. <laughs> okay, so Mark. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We move into Go track ahead. number seven, Mister Darkness, featuring Zach Wild again on guitars. What do you think of this one? Yeah, this song sounds like it could have been on the first two Ozzy albums. This song fucking jams. It's slow in the beginning, and then it comes in hard as fuck. Love this. Zach is kicking ass. Hawkins on the drums. Wow. Yeah. This is fucking great. Yeah. I love this track. Fuck yeah. Metal Mike. Um, again, another really heavy and also melancholic track. Scratch what I said in the last track. Ozzy is definitely aware of his own mortality on this one. Great vocal performance by Ozzy, I think, on this. I really dug it. Amazing guitar work by Zach Wilde. Um, I, I I love this song. Um, the asshole line at the very end it was a little cheese dick, oh, but it's okay. It's I got a kick out you asshole. The way he said it, yes. he was like a little kid. I was cracking up, man. I was like, oh, Ozzy. But yeah, it's it's cool. 
Oh. But did this album surprise you from what Ordinary Man was? In a way, yeah. I wasn't. I didn't know what to expect. I was like, but like I said, once I found out he was getting all these P, I was like, well, I'm intrigued, man. Exactly. Like, it's it's a shame. It's a damn shame. I said this to my brother the other night. I said it's a damn shame that Eddie Van Halen is no longer with us because I guarantee you he would have done a track on this album, maybe oh, a couple. Yeah, yeah, Him and Ozzy were buddies, and he was a yeah. huge Sabbath fan. And it's just a fucking shame that EVH is no longer with us because I would have loved to have heard what Ozzy and Eddie Van Halen would have sounded like together. Yeah, oh. yeah Pasadena just put a stage in a park for Eddie Van Halen and named it after him. That's awesome. Cool. Yeah, That's awesome. Way to kill the mood before my what is review of this fucking song. Vincent Cabernaud was there with the mayor talking about Eddie Van Halen. That was fucking cool. Cabernaud. It's, it's, Hell yeah. It's Cabernaud. And yes, he was, man. He, he posted a lot of pictures on the gram and Facebook. They were awesome. And yeah, with the mayor and the mayor, because he was telling the mayor, look, we need more Eddie Van Halen love here in Pasadena. And apparently the mayor agrees. That's pretty badass. That's pretty badass. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Vince. Now, look, let me talk about my darkness. You okay. fucking fucks. <laughs> Fuckity fuck fuck fuck. All right, go ahead. This might be my favorite song on the album. Um, it starts off like it's going to be a classic Aussie ballad, but <laughs> no, that chorus really fucking rocks. And I love Taylor's fucking drums during like the heavy parts, especially that dude is fucking losing his mind back there. Zach solo ridiculous. I would expect a solo like that to be on a Black Label Society. Uh, uh, album and not on an Aussie album. I, I thought it was that good. The bridge just fucking smokes. I think it's a great tune. Yeah, like I said, it cool. Might, it might be my favorite song on the album. Well, interesting that you should say that because there's in that video um, that Aussie documentary they have Andrew Watt on there talking about how you know they wanted to fit right find the right guitarist that fit the song and they said was well, zach when we wanted something heavy as fuck is how he put it <laughs> you know that smacks you in the face zach we got zach to do those track and i was like that's cool man so oh, yeah you know, I, plus going to be doing those pantera shows so it makes perfect sense to me i know i want to go see that shit oh i do too god i hope they come around here Fuck, I, I wish we lived next to each other, man. We could all go fucking go to these concerts. That would rule, dude. Hell that yeah. would rule. Nashville. Bill, that dude, is the I'm epicenter. Fucking... Nashville, Tennessee. I... But Bill ain't going to be there, man. Bill Rosenberry rules, dude. The no, same. No, what I'm saying is that's where we all need to coalesce and live. Yeah, we'll have Evan Williams whiskey, <laughs> not fucking JD. Yes. Fuck JD. Everybody. <laughs> Everybody move to Nashville. Let all these fucking aging Well, that's kind of my plan in. eventually is I want to make my way down there. I'll move to Nashville and then we'll fucking have like crossover podcasts. <laughs> dude, it's like, do it, man. dude, I'm telling you, Mark, have you ever been to Nashville? I've been to Memphis. I saw uh, no, Elvis no, home. It's not the same. Dude, that's Nashville same. fucking rocks. Fuck Memphis. Yeah, go hey, see. Hey. Hey, go see Sun Studios and go see fucking Graceland and get the fuck out of Memphis. Okay, but I, I've been to Graceland. And you know what I said in the line to go into the house? You know what I was listening to? What? When Metal Mike's going to fucking hate? That's the Mot Motley Crew. Oh. Girls, girls, girls. <laughs> Their version of Jailhouse Rock. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Got a stellar review from Bushy. 
on the uh, Rock All Over You podcast with Eric uh, Jordan, you know, RMCP, you three and Eric Conestrachi. <laughs> what, 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 what's so great about it? Hey. I love the fucking album. I fucking love Five Years Dead. I hate dead. that fucking Five, five Years Dead. Five Years Dead. Five Years Dead. Fucking I was bushy on that album. I was like, fuck, fucking I should have been on there. To the I held my own because I'm a that fucking man. That song should have been in the fucking chorus line music. <laughs> fuck yeah. that song. You know, Bushy... You 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 fucking ruled that show. Fuck those other three. <laughs> Sorry, man, Mike. I love you. I love you, Eddie. I love you, fucking Eric. But Bushy was right. Yes. No, Bushy is fucking wrong, dude. Uh, really? The only good song on that, that album. That the only good for fucking them blew song. Up. The only goddamn good song on that album is Wild Side. The rest of the album sounds like. Oh uh, fuck! Oh, no, this album rules. I am with you. But we're not here to talk about how great Motley Crue Girls, Girls, Girls is from 1987. I just had to defend your ass there. That's why. And I appreciate it. Just like you you defend all those shitty Def Leppard albums after Pyromania. That's right. Yes. Except fucking songs from the Sparkle Lounge. Okay. Yeah, that's easy. Oh God. Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't like the new album either. But Metal Mike, oh. nothing feels right, man. Yeah, including <laughs> this fucking conversation. All right. Um, Isn't it funny that it fell on you for this song? Um, a very dark and depressing track lyrically. Obviously, uh, uh, in my opinion, about a lot of his the medical ordeals he had been through. But man, just killer guitar solo, courtesy of Zach, of course. I dig this track as well, man. I think it's a solid track. What say you? Well, uh, no, no. Or Bush. No, it's my turn. Oh, I, dude, I'm writing shit down. I'm on top of this. <laughs> dude, I'm high and drunk. I got to write shit down. <laughs> I'm fucking high and drunk also, bitch. I dig the bass at the front, man. It's, 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 it's in the front in this whole song. Maybe it, it could be how I have my stereo set. But that bass pounds through me this whole song. Um, it's got this cool acoustic type thing going on until the chorus. But that bass is still acting an awful lot like the lead instrument when I'm listening to this track. And it's really odd when you think, dude, this has Zach on it. That bridge part's really cool. It's, you know, it's got a nice change. And then Zach does deliver a stellar fucking solo um, it's almost a little jarring because when I say acoustic, I don't mean this is an acoustic guitar. He's just playing with no distortion. And then all of a sudden just kind of like in this river, like a solo comes out of nowhere that you don't expect to happen. But you're happy that it happens. It's like a happy accident. And and, and Ozzy sounds great on this track. Um, I actually dig this song. Mark, what do you think? Yeah, we're on the eighth track, right? Uh this sounds like 90s Aussie, which I love. A lot of melodies. The solo is fucking ear candy. Zach, I think Zach is the most underrated guitarist of the Aussie guitarists. Everybody talks about Jake Lee and fucking uh, Randy Rose, but fucking Zach doesn't get any credit. I think this song rules. I don't know if I agree with that, Mark. Um, it, or at least for my like I think Jake's the guy who kind of is forgotten about. Agreed. And, you know. Oh, but with that being said, I mean Zach's my number two guy behind Randy, and yeah. I, I'm a huge uh, Zach fan. Again, I've seen agreed. Black Label Society several times. I went and saw yeah. Zach Sabbath, his super group he does, where he does nothing but Sabbath covers. I am a huge Zach Wild fan. I think he's fantastic. So, you know. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, what were we just talking about? 
<laughs> track number eight, dude. Okay, so you did track number eight? Yeah. That means it's up to me for the evil shuffle. Featuring, once again, Zach Wilde. Now, this is another Sabbath-sounding song. Man, that riff. Oh, dude, it's fucking thick. It's sludgy. It's fucking sexy as hell. Uh, the music breaks. They rule. It's so Sabbath. And then Ozzy's just taking it back to those 70s, man, you know, on this track. And I have to um, change my mind. This is my favorite track. I love uh, the tempo change in the end before getting to Zach's solo to close the song. This motherfucker rules. Mark, what do you think of fucking Evil Shuffle? That's the night track, right? Dude, are, did you listen to the record? We write down songs here. I, fu <laughs> I fucking write down tracks. <laughs> <laughs> yes, tr tr track nine, CD boy. Nine track. <laughs> this is Sabbathy Zach going off on this track. This could be on No More Tears. The breakdown is weird, but this is a great... Take off the keyboards, mm, and this song would fucking kick ass. The keyboards kind of ruin it a little bit, but this is a great song. Oh, God. I can't wait to hear what Metal Mike thinks. Um, a, a killer, saptastic uh, track. A very trippy and heavy track. I dig the instrumental break down in the middle. Um... The chorus in this track is really weird and unique, but I like it. And overall, it's a really good track. And I love the whole, I don't know who says it, but you hear it faintly. Ozzy fucking rules uh, at the very end. So, uh, yeah, I, I dig it, man. It's a cool song. Um, you know, Ozzy and Zach The keys awesome don't kill together. it for you? Not really. No, no I mean, me it's neither. Not like Ozzy. See, Mark, you're wrong. Ozzy's I'm head. wrong. I like Ozzy. 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 Ozzy has had keyboards many time in his uh, career. I mean, Mr. Crowley starts off yeah, with all the so way to the that's keyboards. Like Oregon, though. That's like deep purple shit. No, it's all the same thing, dude. Yeah, it's a fucking synthesizer, bro. Yeah, you know, but, but it sounds more like fucking. It's evil sounding, yes, but I didn't. It didn't bother me. Yeah, Metal Mike's right. Mark, you're wrong. Well, I'm always fucking right. Well, yeah, I'm and, wrong. And, and Mark thinks this album is better than fucking Sick Dying in the Dead. But but you know Mark's from California and he smokes crack. Um, <laughs> so now we move on to. Uh, I'll give you my verdict on that when we get done with the review. <laughs> for uh, track ten to this guy, degradation rules featuring, like I said earlier, the guy that wrote every riff that ever existed, and yet comes on this album and writes some new riffs. Tony Iommi. Um, what do you think of Degradation Rules? Mark. Me? Mark. Oh, Mark. Okay. Sorry. Wait, if, uh, me? Yeah, you. Yes. I said, is this the Lost Sabbath song? <laughs> yeah. I think Ozzy is playing that harmonica. Tony with the wrist. The bass rules by Trio. Chad Smith is kicking, is an underrated drummer. Fuck this kick so much fucking ass. This song rules. I loved it. This is why I pre-ordered the album, because of this fucking song. Nice. Nice. Metal Mike, Degradation Rules. Uh, yeah, I gotta echo Mark's statements on this one, man. Um, just the, I mean, the thing is, and Ozzy even says it in the making of that video, he goes, okay, he says, 
He's a massive metal roots, he always fucking will be. I keep thinking he's going to run out, but he never does. <laughs> he's kind of fucking heavy demonic riffs. Everybody else is just doing a variation of what Tony does. That's right, Austin. Degradation rules. Tony Iommi, This fucking man. does greater pressures, man. Love the Iommi riff. Uh, the Iommi riffic intro. Ozzy playing the fucking harp. I wish Ozzy would have done that more with Sabbath. I wish he would play the harp more. I love it when he does. Yes. Um, this is one of my favorite tracks. Right up there with the other Iomi track. Um, <laughs> lyrically fucked up, man. I mean, this song, if you listen to what he's talking about, basically talking about fucking jerking off while choking yourself man. <laughs> it's hilarious like listen well, bitches like fantasy. to be fucking choked when you're begging them so. gambling with tragedy and <laughs> now doom i have and something doom. to do <laughs> addicted to a debauchery staring at the ceiling in his room in his room asphyxiation masturbation degradation rules and then the very end of it though the very end he does a variation of a uh, the degradation rules, masturbating fools, watching red tube rules, and then he laughs. <laughs> it's fucking great. Um, I love this song. Um, it, it and, and you know, it's the first time Ozzy's tackled this subject. I mean, after all, there was no bone movies from no bone movies. Uh, yeah, which is totally about you know. I yeah, mean, I love so, that song. Fuck uh, yeah, I do too. Great deep cut. Um, so yeah, um, great song. Fuck great track. Yeah. Fucking um, rules. Next. Dude, Degra no, bitch, I get to talk. God damn it, man, Mike, I get to talk. Next dude, like you, you're next. Talk, bitch. Uh, oh, being a sensitive bitch. I'm I know, man, what is this, Facebook? I'm about to fucking call you Lee. Oh, oh shit. Well, there's a guess we'll never get back on. Um, oh, Lee loves me. Oh, he'll come on, he doesn't care. Yeah, Lee's great. Uh, He's not a bitch. He's course, a bitch, but he's not a bitch. Of course, this song is going to have a Black Sabbath feel, man. Uh, like Metal Mike said, this is the riff master. He wrote every riff that was ever written. And I've said it two times already in this show. I'm going to say a third time. He's writing new riffs. He's bringing that sick, sick fucking riff. Oh, but it, but he's... It, dude, it, it's Iomi. It's like he didn't go in there and just plug it to somebody else's gear. You can tell that's his gear, man. It's that signature sound. Ozzy on that harmonica, dude, I, I enjoy the fuck out of that. It was great. It's very Sabbath-like. Um, Ozzy played harmonica on some Sabbath tracks. I dig the fuck out of this song. Uh, Ozzy's on fire vocally, I think. I think there's a great guitar solo by the great Tony Iommi. It's a great fucking <coughs> excuse me, song. Metal Mike, dead and gone. All right. Honestly, this is just a weird track to me. I I like the verses, but the chorus kind of loses me. Um, I just what I got in my notes so far the weakest track, but I don't hate it. It's my least favorite track on the album, but I didn't hate it. I didn't go, oh, this song sucks. It's just weird, and I'm thinking I might have to listen to it a bit more. Like I said, I like the verses, but the chorus was just weird to me. I don't know. What do you guys think, man? Oh, let Am me I crazy? tell you what, dude. This, oh, fuck you, Metal Mike. This has such a <laughs> shot-of-the-dark feel. Oh. Well, uh, maybe that's why I didn't like it that much. You know, yeah, probably. In the verses, I love that driving bass, and he's like 
dude, he's basically just riding that fucking E string. I, I, I think I heard him move up a note once. And it's just, you got this kind of cool acoustic-y type thing going. You tell us an electric guitar, there's just no distortion put through it. Um, the chorus. Man, Metal Mike, I agree. It's fucking cheesy. It's, it's bad. It's, I fucking love it. I love the keys. <laughs> I, I, I don't know of if course it's keyboards. You do <laughs> I don't know if it's fucking strings. Whichever they are, it's fucking badass. We're poison fans. That's why you like it. Come Dude. on. But it's got a good crunchy riff in there as well. It's not like just strings or whatever. Well, goddamn, Bush. I'm I didn't say I this hated it. This is a great it. track. This is it's a great track. I didn't say I hated Look, it. Look, I just gosh. read my notes, motherfucker. I think this is the best episode you guys ever did. I'm on here. <laughs> well, well, we'll see what the numbers say, Mark. What do you think I about Dead and Gone? There you go. This could have been on the Ultimate Sand. Yes, thank you. <laughs> the keyboards. I enjoyed this song. It Fuck fucking yeah. rules. I like it. Fuck I like cheesy yeah. lyrics. I like Kiss. I like fucking Poison. And Metal Mike gets on me for comparing Kiss to Poison. They have the same shit. I don't understand. They make the same fucking cheesy lyrics. That's all I got to say. Yeah, but Kiss's music is just a lot heavier and a lot better, and they're better songwriters. They're just a better band. Really? Burn, bitch, burn? Okay. (laughs) Look, when I talk about Fuck both of you guys, because I know that Metal Mike is going to shit on that song, and Mark, I understand why you're shitting on that song. I love that song. I think that's of one of the most brilliant did. fucking lyrics ever written. <laughs> you and Mark Daly love that song. You it's fucking play great. It on that metalstation.com because I'm a whore. You guys request the song, I'll fucking play it. I don't fucking care. <laughs> oh, that's so great. Let's get into the next track because uh, this album is fucking long. Um, Fuck yeah. God Only Knows featuring Josh Holm, Hami. Homie. Tommy from uh, Queens of the Stone Age and Caius. Yeah. I like Caius better than Queens of the Stone Age, but go ahead. Yeah, well. I like Queens of the Stone Age way better than Caius, but go ahead. This is what I can <laughs> say. Well, I, I, I was a Caius fan before Queens of the Stone Age. Well, yeah, the Stone I, Age to me is Caius, but like watered down. In the 90s, it was just Pearl Jam and Soundgarden for me. So. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I know. I, yeah, I for me, it was Hank Jr. Lady. and Billy Ray Cyrus and fucking Shania Twain. I mean, come on. Who are you really going to apologize Dude, to? Dude, I saw Shania Twain in concert with my ex, my first wife. Oh, she a... fucking sucked. Shut up. She sucked. Her her opening band, Georgia Line, played longer than she did. Oh, Florida Georgia Line? Yeah. They yeah, were. they played, They were good. Yeah. But uh, They're big Shania now. Twain sucked. She had too many costume changes. Okay, well... You stop that because I love her. Uh, <laughs> I fuck her too, but uh, <laughs> thank you with your you dick. Know, you know, you know why? Because you feel like a woman, Bushy. Yes, man. <laughs> feel like a woman. Of course you do. <laughs> oh, God only knows. This is going to go down as a classic. Ozzy ballad. Yes, I will die on that hill. It's basically a song about him contemplating how much time he has left. That's the vibe I get anyway. Cool, cool guitar solo. Kudos to Josh. 
It is a typical Aussie ballad, however. That's why I said it's going to be a classic Aussie ballad. Um, I, I feel it stands up, even having said that. Um, it's like Road to Nowhere Part 2, to my ears. It's a good song, poor placement. Uh, what do you think, Mark? Uh, this this could have been an, like a 90s Aussie song would have been on Osmosis. I think it's the weakest song on the album, but it has some cool riffs. I like it. Yeah, see, I, I didn't have much more to say. I, I really extended to saying that. <laughs> Metal Mike, yeah, what do you think of this one? But you feel um, like a woman. It, it's going to go, it, but dude, this song will go down as a classic Aussie fucking ballad because of the lyrics. I will die on that hill. Metal, um, Metal Mike. God Only Knows, of course, with Josh Homme. Also, Taylor Hawkins was on drums. Uh, uh, Yeah, I dig it, man. Um, Also, this is something interesting. I don't know if you know this, but Zach does the lead guitar on the tracks that say featuring Zach Wilde, but he actually plays rhythm guitar on tracks 1 through 3, 6 through 9, and 11 and 12. So he plays fucking... On tracks that he's not even like patient number nine, he's playing guitar on that, even nice. though it's got Jeff Beck doing the lead. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, a very dark ballad, especially if you read the lyrics. Um, but this might piss you up, Bushy, but I, I kind of hear a Beatles vibe with this song. But yeah. we all know Ozzy loves the Beatles, so to me, it's not surprising, and that's a good thing. And yeah, I like it. I liked it. it. I think it doesn't overall, piss me off. I, didn't, I didn't get that vibe, but it doesn't piss me off. Yeah, I, I definitely got a couple, of, you know, Beatles vibes from a couple of songs, but overall, yeah. Um, now, did any of you guys which version of this album? Because I have a bonus yes, track. I, I have had. Dark Side Blues. Do you have Dark Side Blues, Mark? Yes, yes, I do. I'm. Um, I don't think I have Dark Side Blues, dude. Oh, well. That sucks. Cause that. Well, let me see. Yeah, I got Dark Side Blues. Do you have I was notes? Thirteen, okay. right? Do you have yes. notes for Dark Side? Yeah, Blues? Yeah, I got that. Yeah, I got notes for Dark Side. Blues. All right. Okay, cool. What was your thought on God Only Knows, Mark? No, or did you say you did? You said already you did. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's, like act, it's actually up to the guest of honor because look, I planned this shit. Mark, closing us out. Dark Side Blues. What do you think of that one? This is bluesy Aussie. I heard him do on Sabbath. It's a little buddy with the vocals. The effects, love the blues guitarist and harmonica. It's totally fill, filler in a weird way in this album. I was thinking when this, when he laughed, the song would kick into gear with like a hard metal riff, and it just stopped. <laughs> I was like, I thought there was this half a song, and then it stopped. I was going, I thought Zach was going to come in and fucking just kick ass, and it was going to come like a fucking harder track, but it just stopped. It's like, it sounded like it wasn't finished to me. I feel that. By the way, that's not the closing track. God only knows what's the closing track. Uh, this is a bonus track. Release in Japan. Hold on. Release in Japan as a bonus track. And then later made part of the album. Got to do your research, man. Well, I do have it as track 13. Yeah, I do too. I do too. I also have it as uh, Dark Side Blues. Meta Mike. Um, basically Ozzy and his producer Andy Watt doing a blues track, doing an old school blues track, in my opinion. It sounded very old school blues. I kind of liked it. It's pretty trippy, man. I am like, I I almost get the feeling like they were just doing it and like fucking around in the studio and they're like, hey, let's just throw this out for laughs though, because it's only a minute and 47 seconds, man. It's like, well, man, it's an awfully short song, but... 
but I didn't mind it. it. It is what it is. It was cool. And, you know, I like it when Ozzy, you know, obviously Black Sabbath was a blues band before they became Black Sabbath. And, and I think it's cool when Ozzy goes back to his roots. So I didn't have an issue with it. It's it's it's, it's cool. But I don't really consider it the closing track right. of the album right. proper. It's kind of like uh, the Megadeth album yes. that we just reviewed. Yeah. But didn't it sound like it should have had more to it? Like it when it's going to kick in the well, high gear? And it just stopped. Uh, no, I know. No, no, I, I no. you gotta understand. Ozzy's got a history of doing weird shit like this. There's a song on, um, oh, what album is that? I think it's Scream, where it's like real short. It's called, um, well, like the one he does the "I Love You All" at the very end, which is really weird. Um, yeah, it's like, uh, I, or no, it's not on Black. It's on um, Down to Earth. I think there's a a song called You Know or something. Yeah, part You Know, part one. He's yet to do part two, and and that song's only like a minute and six seconds. Like Ozzy'll do weird shit like this sometimes. Even on Sabotage, there's him and Bill Ward fucking around at the end of uh, the Rit. We're blowing the chug. Everybody's gonna blow on the chug, and it's fucking weird. And it's only like a few seconds, so. Ozzy's kind of got a history of doing shit like that, so, you know. I, I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you, I love that Ozzy loves the blues. Well, yeah. This is a straight-up Delta Blues jam. Yeah, it's old school. It's yeah. an old school Just yeah. under two minutes, the way the Delta Blues used to be done. Oh, man, that acoustic guitar. It's like actual acoustic guitar, but that's a flat top they're playing. The harmonica. The vocals sound canned like you're listening to Robert fucking Johnson on the original recording. Oh, man, this is a cool song. Um, I, I actually probably would have preferred this to be as an actual album closer. As a pair, yeah, I'm, like I, like you know, I said, I don't mind. As compared to God Only Knows, and I like God Only Knows. I, but look, I love the blues. I love acoustic blues. There's a reason Crossroads is such a fucking huge fucking movie for me because, you know, you don't get no pussy if you don't blow no harp. Like, when I'm doing my notes throughout this whole thing, I'm like, I can't say harp because we could be talking about that stupid stand-up fucking angel thing, <laughs> you know. But when I think about the harp, I'm thinking about the harmonica. I love Ozzy playing the harmonica. I love that he's fucking digging on the blues. And I love that he did an old school 1930s style recording. I, I, I think it's a cool, cool, cool fucking track. I kind of agree with you. I just thought it was going to go farther. It just stopped. Yeah. yeah I well, it's just because he was doing an old Mississippi Delta fucking blues song. Now that you say it like that, it's not that bad. Yeah, it's just fucking <laughs> great. Yeah, so um, overall, I think it's a pretty good album. Um, it's definitely better than Ordinary Man, which I don't hate. Um, it's no diary, no No More Tears. But this is a quality fucking album, and it's much better than I expected it to be. What do you think, Mark? I think it's way better. I expected it to be shit. I thought it was going to be shit from hearing Ordinary Man. But this is great. I, I, I like the Megadeth. I love the Megadeth, in fact. 
But I put these albums on par with each other. I think they're both just as good as each other. That's me. Mm. Mm. They're two different styles of music. That's, that's tough. I do love the Sammy Hagar track. <laughs> I do, too. And so does Metal Mike. Metal Mike, what, what is your overall impression? Well, Metal Mike's record? not a Sammy hater like everybody else is. Yes, so. this is true. He's actually honest. Um, oh, oh, my thoughts overall on this album? Yeah. Um, I was pleasantly surprised. I really, Even with the different guitar players and everybody, I was intrigued. But at the same time, I was, I guess, cautiously optimistic. I, I thought with the same producer and everything, my expectations wasn't that high. Um, so I was pleasantly surprised by this record. Um, I think it's a really good record, a solid record, especially for a man who's at the towards the end of his career. And, yeah. well, was quite honestly, the, the years ahead, there ain't very many ahead for him at all. You know, so it scares me. He says he's not going to stop and he's not going to stop going on stage. It scares me. Ozzy, retire. Enjoy the last um, few you have, man. Parkinson's is no joke, but maybe Parkinson's yeah. is why he's going to keep well, doing it. Look, you guys got to understand something with with people like Ozzy, though, man. And it's 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 their it's their biggest strength, and it's also their biggest weakness because it's all they know. They don't know anything else, man. Right. And it's very hard, you know. Like you know, as much as we bag on Paul Stanley for doing what he's doing, it, again, it's very hard for him to walk away from from that you know even though he really should because his paul's just paul's voice is just shot but that's that's a whole other thing but but this is the way i look at it with ozzy anybody that's expecting him or really any legacy band to put out material that's as good as their classic stuff when when they were doing it in their heyday i mean it's not gonna happen folks you know i mean the chances of ozzy doing another masterpiece like diary of a madman is is fucking slim to none so you know again you kind of gotta lower your expectations a little bit i think you know i'm not saying except things that are subpar but overall man i think this this album was a pleasant surprise and i know you feel the same way right mark oh yeah i wasn't expecting shit from this and then i ordinary man was like a shit fest for me i didn't like yeah. any of it i didn't yeah. either dude i was really disappointed with it man like I was just like, oh, oh my, <laughs> you know, like this is not good. But I gotta say, this album, man, I was like, um, I, it, I think it's solid for for a guy who's, I mean, Jesus, how old is Ozzy now? I know he's in his seventies, man. It's like what seventy three? Yeah, it'll be seventy four in December. For fuck's sake, dude. I mean, you know, again, what are people expecting? You know, it's like. I, I don't. A, a guy this it, age, for him to put out a record like this, I total props, total props. Um, like I said earlier, I think Ozzy should retire. I like his studio work. If he wants to go into the studio, fine. My fear is he says that he belongs on the stage. Um, man, this is our review of Ozzy's thirteenth solo album, Patient Number Nine. I think overall. The Plug Podcast and Mark Taylor, I'm sorry, Mark Alden Taylor, <laughs> from America's Podcast. That's right, <laughs> fuck the Cowboys. 
<laughs> and they're tied right now, bitch. <laughs> I know my my shit turned off. It's rough. my team. My team won, so I'm happy. Nice. Yeah, that's our review of the latest Ozzy Osbourne album, Patient Number Nine. I I, I think it's a pretty solid outing as well. Um, Mark loves it. I I'm still a bigger fan of the Megadeth, but I know that they're two different genres. Um, kudos. Well, to you know. I'm proud of Ozzy. Yeah, I'm proud of Ozzy. him. And I think it's kind of cool that he was able to get all those people to do, you know, this record with him. And and like I said, I'm a guy that I didn't like Ordinary Man. You know, some of the stuff he's done since Osmosis has been spotty to me. I mean, there's been good songs, but as far as a whole album. And also, I think it was kind of cool that he tried different things and was kind of experimental with this album in some ways. So... Yeah, I, I'm proud of him, man. And I'm proud of Mega Dave, too. I mean, you know, I think Dave's been on a roll here lately. Uh, the last oh. record was great. This yep. record's great. And he says he's got even more. And from what I understand, the next album is pretty much already written. And some of it's in the can. So I'm really, uh, you know, the future looks bright for Megadeth, you oh, know. Yeah. That's true so, for uh, Megadeth. Future looks bright for And he's a huge Sammy Hecker fan. <laughs> yeah. Well, Dave's, Dave's intelligent. He uh, he, he uh, said that on a fucking Eddie Turk podcast. He loves Sammy. Yeah, fuck yeah. Who doesn't? Yep. Idiots. <laughs> That's right. Sammy rules. I saw the circle and they kicked ass. Just nice. saying. I've never seen Sammy in any... Oh, I've seen him with Van Halen. I've seen him... I've seen Roth with Van Halen. I haven't seen Michael Anthony with fucking Roth, but they were good. Nice. Well, uh, Mark, we definitely appreciate you coming on, man. That is our review, like I said earlier, of the latest Aussie outing. I, I think it's a definite plus in his side. Mark, we always give everybody a chance to plug something. What do you want to plug? You guys should check out that band, Dorothy. That band, Dorothy, is fucking really good. <laughs> I'm just saying. Check out that shit. That's really good music. It's got some blues, heavy metal, rock. They go all over the place. They're really good. Nice. Dorothy, like Wizard of Oz. It's just like Dorothy, yeah. Okay. I got that's it. her name, though, isn't it? Because yeah, I've, I've done some research on it when you played them. I liked what I heard, dude. I gave you the albums, didn't I? I know. Yes, yeah. you did. Nice, nice. Yeah, check that shit out. Metal Mike, anything to promote? Plug? Well, besides the amazing radio shows that all our DJs do for that metalstation.com so check up just check Mark out check me out check Bushy out and check out all the other amazing DJs uh, we're gonna I'm gonna plug something that just come out and it's also uh, we talked about it earlier and that's the new clutch album oh, go yeah. check out sunrise on slaughter beach if you like black Sabbath and you know, stoner rock, stoner metal, you know, that kind of stuff. This, you know, blues even. This is the band for you, and this album's really, really cool. Dig me some fucking clutch. Um, I'm going to send you some of their stuff, Bush. Hell yeah, I do that. You got to send me all their stuff, because I only got three albums. Okay, I can do that. I can and, do that. And the thing is, I just want to say that uh, thatmetalstation.com, we're more interactive with our fans in the chat room than any other fucking internet radio station. I've seen other internet radio stations. I've sat there and A to Z or whatever. I promote them, 
But they don't fucking get in the chat room and talk with you. We do. Oh, yeah, That's we true. Do. That is true. We, we try to be very interactive with the listeners yes. and uh, and all that. And uh, yeah, you know, uh, Marky, I want to thank you for coming on. If you could tell uh, everybody your time. I know it's Tuesday nights. Tuesday nights at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern on that metalstation.com. And also, man, I interact with you guys, man. We got the best fucking... Uh, I think Matthew Warner is the best batmetalstation.com fucking chat room guy. Matthew is an awesome dude. Great he's guy. the fucking MVP of the station. Just going to yeah, let you guys he's know a good that. Dude. He's a good, he's, yeah, he's great, man. We we got a few of them. Really? Really? We got a Matthew few. Warner? I don't even know that fucking name. Fuck that guy. <laughs> he's always in my show. He's always in Metal Mike's. My, he's always yeah. in Brian. He Hayes. has a two to the biggest party on that metal station. Then because you know why he's doing an ACDC cover band on the weekends. I, I don't care. Not at ten o'clock in the morning. <laughs> he is. He's on the road. <laughs> uh, he's the MVP man. But uh, uh, we that's interact. That's awesome. With- and and Matt, I, I hope you understand. Yeah, I'm fucking with you, brother. <laughs> we interact more than any other internet radio station. So you guys get in the chat room. I'm always looking forward to talking with you people. If you guys talk, I chat right back. And oh, so yeah. does Metal Mike. So does Bushy. So does Brian Davis. So does any fucking DJ on that station. We are more interactive than any internet radio station yeah, on the web. We don't go into a music block and then walk away. And if we do walk away, we let you know, hey, I'm going to be away for a minute. Then we come back and start answering questions that might come up in the chat room. We're, uh, yeah, I agree. Definitely the most interactive. It's I all, even talk to it's them also while the I'm best on the fucking, it's the, it, it is the Dude, I say it all the time. I'm, I'm going to make a commercial saying this. Because my mic breaks, I say, you are tuned into the greatest domain on the internet, thatmetalstation.com. But you're listening to the biggest party on said domain. That's so true because, dude, we interact more with the people who listen to any other internet radio station, KDC, ADZ Radio. We are there. We want you to interact with you. We oh, yeah. want you to request songs, except in the last hour. We got our shit planned out. We want to go to bed, but uh, at least for me. But uh, just fucking get on there and chat with us, man. We're there. We ain't going to ignore you. Other radio stations. No, see, see, Mark's full of shit. I set up about two hours and fifteen minutes to two hours and twenty-five minutes of music. I need requests so that I can fill up my three-hour block. I refuse <laughs> to put in a whole three hours worth of music. Oh, I'm do. saying the la- I do five hours, and the last hour, dude, I need to go to bed by eleven because I got to get up at four in the morning. But I tell people, give me requests in the first four hours, and you got it. And I, as soon as somebody gives me a request, it's the next song, actually. Yes, I put, I, that's how I do yeah. I get it right in. Yeah. Yep. Hell yeah. I yeah, don't fuck around. Definitely check all of our fucking uh, DJs here at thatmetalstation.com. Continue to listen to the Plug Podcast, Music of More with Bushy and Metal Mike. And uh, check out uh, Freeform Rock Podcast, Mark and Jerry BS Sessions, and the Freeform Rock Show on Tuesday nights. But what I want to talk about is a book I haven't read. And I want to plug this thing. I'm, I'm going to put the uh, website in the episode description. But Pictures Alive, Rock Shows of the 80s and Beyond. I had no idea of this book until uh, uh, Friday night on Decibel Geek Live. But this is the description. Take a trip back to the rock concerts of your youth 
with photographer Steve Roney. And yes, Steve Roney was on the episode with the guy that helped, helped him write the book, and I can't remember his name, and that sucks, but I think it's Scotty something. As he shares his personal collection of never-seen-before concert photos for the first time ever. Relives some of those amazing shows from the 80s and more, featuring Van Halen. And dude, he has an iconic Eddie Van Halen picture that he snapped and got it purely by luck. Found that out listening to a, or watching Decibel Geek Live. But Van Halen, Ozzy, ACDC, Judas Priest, Kiss, Dio, Scorpions, Def Leppard, Maiden, Crew, and many more. And it's all presented in a new full color 300 page soft cover book now this is a book it weighs three pounds go to uh picturesalive.net and purchase this book i actually purchased it during the decibel geek live broadcast i cannot wait to see it they were putting up pictures that this guy had taken uh throughout the show go back and watch that on youtube if you if you don't believe you should spend the money to buy this book Go to YouTube and watch the latest Decibel Geek Live episode with Steve Roney on there. And they put up pictures that this man took. And I'm telling you, the stories he told about how he got those pictures in the 80s when you weren't allowed to have cameras, it's absolutely amazing. I cannot wait to get my copy. Um, I'll sing even more praises once it's in my hands. Go get that. Cool. All right. <laughs> what do you say we get out of here guys sounds like a plan man well, did, did mike give his uh thing of the week yeah the new clutch album oh yeah the new clutch album yeah i'm fucked up yeah. <laughs> well, well that's funny because now i i didn't remember clutch and mark i don't remember what you said i said you need to go listen to clutch fucking quit that quit Quick death, not quit. I'm not fucking. Uh, what's his name? Mike Tyson. Quick death in Texas. Listen to that song, and then maybe you like more. Okay, so apparently these guys go to gangbang me on clutch. Whatever. Uh, I don't, I'm not. And of I'm course, not check fun. out the book. Me do uh, foot darts. Go to the website. Uh, go to YouTube and watch the latest Decibel Geek Live to uh, find that episode, and you'll understand why I ordered that book pretty quickly they're about halfway through their show i've had a great time here metal mike have you had a great time always yeah you sound it man what is wrong see metal mike's over there on heroin right now and he's falling asleep mark however no, mark, mark's on crack of cocaine so mark's like all hopped up he's happy to be here oh i'm all hopped up dude I'm if, you heard the, if you heard the freeform <laughs> rock podcast i'm always giving lee shit Oh, I've enjoyed having um, you on, man. This this was a good idea. Always, yeah, it's good to having you on, Mark. Thanks you for coming on, and thank you for supporting us and all the kind things you say and do for us. Oh really yeah, great. you guys rule, man. You guys are just as you guys are there with my podcast. Well, thank you. <laughs> Oh yeah. yeah, we we always yeah. You might be the, America's contact uh, uh, podcast, no, but no. we we're the world's. <laughs> hey, now, now I have to start fucking posting that. Thanks, Metal Mike. Another fucking tagline. <laughs> Pathetically the subjective. World's, po world's podcast. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I, I can tell you the truth. I only put America's podcast up there because Nate always go America's team, America's yes. team. I go fuck America's team. I'm America's podcast, bitch. <laughs> and, and I yeah. love it. And I love it. I can't wait till you hear the um, 
episode that is about to come up because I addressed that. <laughs> you addressed it before, but yeah, uh, I'll hear I, it again. And I'll continue to do so because it's so much fun. You know, that's one of those funny things before we get into our final thoughts. Um, and this is completely unscripted, so thank you, Mark, for saying this. Uh, it's one of those things about these podcasts, man. We love to bag on other podcasters. <laughs> but the crazy thing is, we will all meet up with each other in Nashville, Tennessee, and hug each other and laugh and poke at each other and bag on each other the same way we do on our shows. Because understand, we love these guys. <laughs> we love all of them. We ain't bitches, man. We, we like the bagging, man. Any any Anybody we fuck with on this show is because we fucking love you and you've helped us, you inspired us. Yeah. Is it, is, isn't that funny? Because I love the bagging. I, I, Mark, I love the fact that you know we talk shit on our show. And I love that you talk shit back. <laughs> Metal Mike. I mean, come on. Well, yeah, totally. I look. We are very much a fraternities and, and sorority for our sisters that are out yeah, there in this uh, line of work. And, um, yeah, and, and, and look, that's the one thing that men do anyway in general. We bust each other's chops. Yeah, we got to bust know? balls. That's how if it is. We didn't, if we didn't care about each other, we wouldn't have anything to do with each other. We wouldn't, you know, exactly. I, I mean. You want to so, you, yeah. you know what it's like to be a man and trying to be there for a man? Watch a man apart with fucking Vin Diesel, his greatest role. That's I like Pitch the, Black. Well, no, no, that's a good movie, but I mean, as far as men being men without yeah. being bitch-ass men, watch a man apart, going through those emotions and leaning on your other men, your brothers. Right. Like when you go through a hard time. Dude, I'm telling you, a man apart, man, there's so much brotherly love in that fucking movie. People write it off because it's an action film. Mm. Watch that shit. Not like that guy who's bitching about Tommy Lee telling people to show the genitals and want to sue them. <laughs> fucking yeah. bitch. Yeah, don't go to a Tommy Lee show or a Molly Cruz show. Don't go to an 80s fucking hair metal fucking band show at all if you're going to be offended by somebody saying, show me some tits. Dude, or they show if you're going to be offended by went... people that are showing tits just because it's an 80s fucking hair metal band show. There were some hot chicks showing their tits when I went to that show and I was like, yeah, baby. <laughs> I'm, expecting to, I'm expecting to see tits of merciful fate if I don't see tits of merciful fate it will defend what I was saying about pop rock and glam and blues rock for all these years <laughs> show me some bit right on man <laughs> come on metal Mike come on metal Mike you can't argue nice. that you gotta see some tits at a concert that's oh, why glam that's why those glam shows and those hey, hard rock shows are so much fun Hey, saw plenty of titties at fucking Death Angel Exodus and Testament the other day. Nice, you got me. You got me in a Death Angel. Dude, Exodus, Death Angel is pretty good. They are. He sent me the discography, dude. I was enjoying it. Same. I play a lot of Same. fucking. They rule, dude. I play. You know what really also Saturday, surprised me dude, about I that just, show? I just grabbed a random song because I don't know Death Angel at all. I never. I have never I heard don't a either. single Death Angel song. I just put it in, and every song I put in on my show. I loved it because I'm sitting here with headphones on listening to this fucking rules. Yeah, I only put it one because it was in a weird punk block thrash block. And I was like, okay, so Death Angel. I've never ever I played them on my show. And I slid it in and I played my shit through my stereo, dude. So 
my house be jumping like grandma's house in that old fucking Looney Tunes cartoon. Mm-hmm. I go every Saturday I, morning, yeah, boom, boom, boom. I've even started to like fucking, uh, fucking, what's that band, Sex Pistols. <laughs> Dude, that is the greatest song you'll ever all- hear in that genre. I've always liked, uh, you know, you've always liked fucking Dick Indies. I've always liked them. I've always liked Minor Threat. But I think Suicidal Tendencies is the best fucking band that come out of that fucking 1983. I'm just like telling you guys, that guy went from punk to thrash to fucking everything. Oh, I love Suicidal Tendencies. Yeah, I love Suicidal Tendencies. They don't get enough love. But no, Dead Kennedys are the greatest American punk band of all time. Now, I understand the argument for the Ramones because they were radio-friendly. They were the um, offspring of the day. They were the green day of the day. They are pop-punk, but I don't take away from anything they did. But they're not the fucking Dead Kennedys, and they're not the fucking Sex Pistols. The Sex Pistols got banned in their own fucking country. What up? The The Ramones were New York fucking... Power pop punk. You Fuck need the Ramones. To, you need to fucking put up the remote Sex Pistols and Dead Kennedy's first album, the Suicidal Tendencies' first self-titled album. I think Suicidal Tendencies okay, okay, blows them all away. No, I'll take never mind. Here's the, the difference. There's here's the difference, man. Suicidal Tendencies is hardcore punk. There's mm. a big difference between hardcore punk and punk. There is a difference. Hardcore yeah. punk has got more of a well, it, I mean, that's why they called it hardcore. It was it, an American it, it hardcore on the era Because re- remember, Dead Kennedys released that album in God We Trust Incorporated. It was an EP. Yeah. The, See, I consider them more hardcore punk. Well, that's a hardcore punk album. Come like, on, Suicide Tendencies with I Shot the Devil. Like Dude, I love Suicide Tendencies. I saw your lobby. I think but, that kicks ass over any well, debut punk album. But it's, but, that, but it's not punk. It is it's, punk. It's hardcore punk. I shot the devil. As Suicidal Tendencies, when they first started out, their first couple albums was hardcore punk. Hardcore and then they got punk. to be better musicians and became thrash metal. They crossed over. Yeah. They're one of the they first crossover George, thrash bands. Rocky right George along with Stormtroopers of Death. And Lights, Camera, Revolution, dude. That's when it oh, became thrash. Fucking masterpiece. Of an masterpiece. Yeah. Way, way better but, than the early. Although I saw your mommy, I love, but I, I preferred a version that was done for uh, Still Psycho after all these years. I shot the devil, dude. <laughs> Come on, man. Your, cat, your Cryboys won, dude. Your Cowboys won, yeah, they did. That's awesome. The Bengals are 0 2. Fuck yeah. You know what's funny <laughs> is right now I'm, I'm getting ready to watch. Like right now, he's about to make this field goal. Hold on. Kick. It is through. The Cowboys win. <laughs> not, the Niners won at Lance's out for the season. Thank God, because I think Garoppolo's a better quarterback. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, man. This has been so much fun. I appreciate that. It, if you didn't remember our um, plugs, um, Metal Mike and fucking Mark Allen Taylor from the Freeform Rock podcast, they did some clutch bullshit. I'm doing something that's going to help the little guy, man. Steve Roney, great photographer. I promoted his pictures of live book which i ordered and i will have a lot more to say when i get it but look hey steve well, i'm sorry i didn't steve. love the latest white lion album Ugh. steve dude look. what the fuck is wrong with white lion vita rules wait wait okay but i never want to live with there's that other songs there's fucking shit. lights and thunder have, blah, you, heard blah, 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 have you heard lights and thunder sucks 
sucks. Have your sucks. Uh, talented. Have your, Lady of the Valley. Fuck that. Lady of the Valley is all I gotta say God, about I, I right hate right. Valley rules, I, man. I hate that guy's voice. I fucking hate him. The Danish okay. Michael Jackson. Yeah, you guys. Both hear Michael like Jackson. Abba. Michael Jackson, dude. Fuck that shit. You guys both like Abba, so I don't fucking give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's at an well, Apple. Okay, fan. but that's a whole other fucking genre of music. Yeah, you're talking about Danish. <laughs> no, they're Swedish. Get yes. it right, and they're, they're pop. They're that's Sweden. two different things. Europe you're a pop man. I'll You're, put Abba against Wham or any of them other fucking bullshit. Wham! Fucking George Michael was a genius. Whoa, whoa. Take, 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 take. Very homoerotic there. Okay. Um, and Freddie right. Mercury was it? I don't give a fuck. At least they read Freddie Mercury rock. <laughs> like Faith didn't rock. That was a rocket song for me to acoustic guitar. It was a rocket song. Rock oh, it's not. There's nothing rock about it. Well, I guess. Faith yeah, the biscuit would differ with you. Oh God, no. <laughs> okay. Well, look, you're not really helping your case. Can we just move on? Everybody, stay metal to your dying breath. Okay. Keep fighting the good fight. And stay metal to your dying breath. <laughs> I love you, metal, Mike. Dude, that's how bad he was getting like irritated with me. He's like, no, I'm closing this out. Mark, final thoughts. Uh, if I can listen to the Freeform Rock uh, show on thatmetalstation.com, listen to the Freeform Rock podcast. On uh, Podbean or wherever you get your podcast at, uh, Apple iTunes, and also listen to fucking Mark and Jerry BS Sessions YouTube exclusive. And we also have Freeform Rock Podcast on uh, YouTube, where me and Lee just fucking talk shit. But also listen to the plug, man, because this show fucking rules. If you guys listen to the plug, you fucking suck! All right. And one other thing, Ozzy fucking rules. Yes, he does rule. Ozzy does rule. Um, as you heard here, people, because we are so pathetically subjective, <laughs> this new Ozzy album, it's a step up. It's a step in the right direction. It sucks he's so old. Motherfuckers, buy vinyl. And we'll see you next time. Hey, this was really fun. We hope you liked it, too. Seems like we've just begun when suddenly we're through. Goodbye, goodbye, good friends, goodbye. Cause now it's time to go. But hey, I say, well that's okay. Cause we'll see you very soon, I know. Very soon, I know. What the fuck is this shit? This is how we say goodbye on the plug. See you next week.